Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. Our distinguished guest has joined us, so let me welcome to the stage my boss, Annette H. Lartigue, who used to be a councilwoman in Trenton, New Jersey, and is one of the few black female executives in the city of Trenton. And she happens to be affiliated with AKA and my mom's a Delta, which is why I'm wearing my red. Shout out to my boss. What up? <laughs> I am here. Good evening, all. Hey, I am suffering some technical difficulties here because Josh is not here to direct me. <laughs> so let's have at it. I, I understand you guys were talking about a few things before I got on and hoes needing you. <laughs> Please. Uh, well, um, I mean, KJ, you can keep it. You can keep it a stack. Go, go ahead, let it ride. The fact of the matter is, um, you know, generally, uh, when you find yourself firing at all cylinders, and you you know that your whole thing is together, you got your A game together. You look good. You smell good. You feel good. And you know the physical is matching up. It's more or less like the. the the sun is in, in line with the stars and the moon. You feel like you can have your way. You can have the pick of the litter. And it's not like that feeling. It's like uh, it's like fresh fish. It's not like. Yeah, right. Okay. Absolutely. Fresh so fish. we're actually getting uh, some requests from our audience to get to the topic. So let us do that. So the first. Oh, wow. top, right. <laughs> so the first topic is. Why aren't marriages lasting and boss since you have been married before would you like to kick off the topic i think the sense of family is gone <clears throat> honestly i think that's where it begins and ends because back in the day you know our parents didn't have everything they wanted and they didn't have fresh fish and they, you know, the hoes didn't need them. <laughs> However, they did make a decision, you know, to stick with it for the family. And I think that that entire sense of family is gone. I, I just I believe wholeheartedly that people get married for the wrong reasons. You get married because they smell good, because they look good, because they drive the right car, because <clears throat> you go together well on social media and a host of other things but none of it has anything to do with joining in as one into a family and making a commitment. Commitments are rare. So I think that's where it begins, right there. So I, I have two points, right? Um, the first, <clears throat> I think that, you know, like, uh, I think we, we've more or less, we manifest what we wanna see or what, what we think, right? 
So I say that to say that a lot of my friends that I went to undergrad with got married all at the same time, mm. right? So uh, you would think that everybody gets divorced all at the same time, but that's not happening in the circle that I see that I surround myself with. So when you said, hey, you know, on the internet, this is what they do, they get married for all of these reasons. I can't attest to that. I can't disagree with it either. But what I will say is that I see better than I see worse. So I see my my <clears throat> friends, my brothers, I see my family being better fathers than I saw growing up. I see them being more responsible. I see them cherishing family in a way that I didn't experience. I see them trying to break, mm. I like the term, but generational curses, right? That's what I experience in my life. That's what I see. So that's one point. I can't disagree with it. I'm just saying what I see. The second point, I don't think that people value it the same, but I don't know how they valued it in the past, right? So mm. <clears throat> I know that they stayed married, but I don't know if there was a relationship within the marriage. Like for those that stayed together, were they in love or were they just committed to the family sense, right? And I think that, or I, I like to think that we want more. Like we want more than just being with somebody for the duration. We want to experience that uh, relationship and connection. However, I do think that that whole perspective should be tied into that to make make it complete. Mm. Yeah, it's funny that, you know, uh, listening to both of you, KG and Annette, uh, both of your points are valid. And I've had similar conversations recently that both of the things you said were said. So tonight, Josh, I brought the topic to Jazz. Um, I was in the barbershop, and he almost said exactly what Annette said verbatim. Almost verbatim. He said people are getting married for the wrong reasons, which is true. He said that um, the, the, the picture is better than the actual marriage as far as, like, social media, the wedding, the, um, the uh, engagement party, and, and the look of it. People are getting married for that more than, um, you know, getting to know the person. Um, also, he said, like, the foundations are not good. They're getting married sometimes too fast or not knowing the person that well. You know, all these things I agree with as well. Um, and that if the foundation is not good, it's easily going to be cracked a lot of times. And um, and that it's starting with them jumping into relationships too fast, then it leads to getting married too fast. So a lot of times that's not why it's lasting a very long time. Um, and also there, uh, and KG might agree or not agree with this, but a lot of times within these marriages, they're individual um, individual aspirations and they're not working as a unit or as a team to mm -hmm. achieve these goals together and stuff like that. And then a lot of times it winds up separating them. Uh, to KG's point, though, um, about um, the uh, the generational things, I agree with that as well. Back in the day, they were staying married longer, even if they weren't in love still, or even if there was uh, infidelity, even if it was, um, you know, things going wrong. But they were, like, taught to stay in these situations. So I think that's part of it as well. So I think both of you are right, in my opinion. Absolutely. I certainly respect that. Thousand percent. And I think it's they're all valid points, right? Because at the end of the day, we have different we have a different perspective on what we want, right? I feel like our generation, especially being younger, we're a little bit more 
narcissistic. So we're more focused about what we want as opposed to not only what our partner wants, but let's say the generation in the future, what they would need. Right. And at the same time, it's ironic, right? It's, it's like, we want to be like, Oh, all gung ho for the environment and the future of that. But when it comes to us in terms of the environment of a relationship, we're not actually keeping that same energy in terms of, okay, we got to do the best things for us collectively, not only as a human race, but as a unit together. And I actually saw a meme that kind of put a little, a uh, little, little clap back to what everyone was saying. This the play devil's advocate a little bit. So it says, I'm so sick of these discussions about why marriages don't last. Like our grandparents' marriages, life is different. If your granny had Instagram and knew how to read, she would have left Earl lying ass too. And I also said that granny would probably also be thirst trapping as well. So this to each his own. And See, so, I don't. I don't agree with this. I'm sorry, I need to cut you off. I'll be quick. I don't agree with this meme only because I felt like Granny knew about Earl, but she's still <laughs> seen, even without the Instagram. No, I'm serious. I mm-hmm. feel like people were talking, and Granny knew, but she just still stayed. Whatever situation. Absolutely. And so, you know, um, thank you for sharing that because the generation gap alone will create a different idea about why marriages last or don't Mm -hmm. because these are different times, but here's what we're missing as well. We have lost respect for commitment. We've lost respect for what submission means. Mm -hmm. We misunderstand it. And we spoke about this last night. A lot of uh, men and women alike believe that submission is control. It means that the husband is 100% in charge and what he says is what goes. Well, that might work for some women and it might not, but the idea is submission is simply this. You don't get anything else from me tonight. At 62 years old, get this. Submission is trust. When I submit to my man, I am saying that I trust him. And whether he's Earl the Pearl (laughs) or roaming the world when I trust him I trust him that's what submission is about has nothing to do with being a fool it has nothing to do with being controlled it has nothing to do with being blind to his faults we've lost sight of the vows for better or for worse Mm -hmm. we've lost sight of a lot of things but the idea is the lack of commitment, commitment, the lack of respect, and the misunderstanding about what marriage is. And so the gentleman's first point about his friends exhibiting something different in their marriages, I admire that because it's rare. It's rare, particularly, you know, at a certain point in life, it's rare. Too many women, and I'm ready for y'all, bring the noise. <laughs> Housewives of Atlanta, and the Georgia peach, and they believe that that is indicative of what their life is and what their life should look like. Reality TV. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. In my house growing up, my father didn't allow my mother to raise her voice in this house, and neither did my husband. And I didn't look at that as disrespect. And as a direct result of that, my kids grew up in a home where they understood that when we disagreed and we had it out, we were going to talk about it. Because my husband told me quick, look, 
you take your happy self in there and you be as mad as you want to. When you feel better, we, you come back out here and we're going to talk because you ain't going nowhere, neither am I. That's the way it worked. And so, when you love somebody, love don't die. It doesn't go away. You might not like them anymore, but if you actually love them, that doesn't go anywhere, even when they misbehave. So that's where I'm coming from. Absolutely. And just to get another lady's perspective, thank you for that, boss. We have Miss Ariella, the little mermaid back in the building. How are you? Good. Hi, Good. Ariella. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Miss Annette. How are you? Good. How are you? And just to, just to have your take, Miss Ariella, this is the me we're going off of from your perspective as a lady, right? Why aren't marriages lasting like our grandparents' generation? Um, so I didn't hear all of what Annette said, um, but I saw a comment that said, you know, social media um, plays a part in a lot of the things that are going on these days, I think. And like Miss Annette just touched on, um, a lot of people are looking at what they see on TV, right? Housewives and all those different things. People are yeah. saying like, oh, couples goals. Um, you know, you're looking at somebody's relationship that you don't know anything about and you're basing your real life situation on something that they display on social media or on TV. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors inside these people's houses. So I think society plays a huge role in why marriages may not be lasting. Um, and people, you know, not focusing on their own individual situation, probably mm -hmm. trying to live up to other people's expectations when your relationship is really just between you and your partner and not everybody else. Rarely do people post their failures on Facebook or social media. Facts. Rare. Yep. Agreed. You're right. I want to <clears throat> I want to bring up a perspective that's really more of a question for Mr. Matt. Um, the way that the conclusion that I've drawn based off of, you know, this and that from my experience, right? I, <clears throat> I've concluded that our, or let's say, uh, our grandparents, older generation, um, they valued commitment different than we value commitment. I don't disagree with that. Okay. What I do question is the commitment that they had to growth. Because what I constantly question is whether or not um, they had the emotional capacity that we are required to have now, right? Um, you have to, in order to make a relationship work with so many options and everything being so much more accessible and the world sort of shrinking, so to speak, in order to maintain and be in a fulfilling, happy relationship, happy relationship, right? Because that goes up and down. You have to be able to dig deep, right? You have to be able to go past things like, hey, with, um, and I don't mean it to, to, to make things seem small, but with the limit, women's lib movement and the way that, um, opinionated women are perceived these days to say, hey, you're not going to raise your voice in my house. I mean, like, and it's not, wait, and wait, not wait. because I don't look at that as a lack of respect now. So <laughs> what, I know I can be a little wrong winded, but my question is, 
do you think that back then they had the emotional capacity to be able to listen and recognize when they're wrong and grow in an instant? Like, because now you have to, in order to be sustainable, in order to be progressive and grow with your partner, that's the expectation without being complacent. You have to say, hey, this is the new information. This is what I found out. You say, you know what? I was wrong. And you have to be able to apologize to your children so that they can see that it's not always just whatever I say, right? But so that they can be adults that perceive things better and grow past the perceptions that we have. Do you think that that generation had that capacity? I absolutely do. I mean, that generation built homes and they built nothing from scratch and they raised their children. They might have nine or 10 children in a two bedroom house and they made it work. I have friends who are witnesses to that. The maturity level plays a tremendous role back then and now. Uh, it depends on how people are thinking. Again, a, a woman not raising her voice in the house is a sign of respect for herself and mm. her children. Mm. Most children know fear from the yelling and screaming. So yes, of course, to answer your question directly, the capacity was there. It's just that that growth looked different than the growth looks now. They were going after different things. They wanted to own homes. We want to own condos. Hmm. They wanted to uh, raise their children. They wanted their children to go to school. They wanted them to get a college degree. Now we just want, you know, a lot of parents say, hey, do the best you can. Get a high school diploma. You don't have to go to college. My mother insisted that we go to college. School was easy for me. I could do it with my hands tied behind my back. My sister decided that she wasn't going to do that. She wanted to travel the world. My mother almost had a, a, a complete meltdown. So there were different times, and they called for different measures. What influences us today, Ariella said it very clearly, is social media and what people see. They believe Hollywood. We're suffering from the Hollywood syndrome. It looks good. It wears good. Folks will go out and buy a $200 pair of shoes, and their lights will be off. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, they wanted something different back then. They wanted electricity. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted food on the table. They wanted clothes on the kids' back and gas in the car to get to work if they had one, or money to catch the bus or the train, whatever it required. Yeah, times are different. However, commitment doesn't change. Love doesn't die and respect is standard operating procedure. Mm. That's the difference. And that's what we're lacking. Big Mike, you had a question? No, I had a comment though, uh, on some of the comments, going back to Mariah's comment um, about the social media and about how they turn their attention. Yeah. And I, I don't see, again, I think people, it was always a place to lust over someone, whether it was the deli, the grocery store, the library, the wherever. Bar. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah. It, 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 it didn't matter. People aren't right. uh, uh, lusting over other people now because social media exists. That always existed. But I think right. her second comment about women uh, back then were um, 
uh, aren't taking that mess where women before were kind of turning a blind eye to some of that type of infidelity and keeping the family structure because that was what was most important to them, as Miss Annette said, where now, you know, they might be quicker to like, you know, I'm, I'm leaving. So mm -hmm. they don't mind growing homes. My parents did. My grandparents did. So an infidelity wasn't enough for their kids to be without their fathers. Mm. Because the kids came first. Mm. And so I think you just have to look at di different times, different commitments. Mm -hmm. But commitments don't change. Love doesn't die and respect is standard. And I think once we get that, some of that flip, you know, they, they have a lot of memes now where it shows um, the woman sounding off on the man. That's not cute. Mm. It's not mm. cute that you're doing it, and it's not cute that you're allowing it. How are you going to lead your son or daughter when they're watching this type of behavior in your home? Because they don't do what you say, they do what you do. That's exactly <laughs> what kids do. That's exactly what kids do. And kids are not responsible for their parents. Their parents are responsible for their kids. You got women today and men sending their kids out on the block, you know, to sling that bag and bring that money home to pay the light bill. There have been kids in school, you know, that I've worked with because I mentor where their parents were sending them out to sell drugs. Imagine that. You know, so yeah, it's a different day and time, but respect, commitment, and love doesn't change. And people are having babies for all the wrong reason. Mm. But listen, um, my lady friend here, we can't have babies if they don't help us make them, can we? Absolutely. And so I often hear men say, she tricked me. How? too. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> Abracadabra. <laughs> it's not possible and so men you know walk around they walk in the club so here's a, a different analogy of that they walk in the club and shoot the whole club up with no mask on and then get mad that was a good one they shoot the whole club up right. no mask you got what you mask came off. for got exactly what you came for Absolutely. So, there are people asking, should there be DNA tests at birth? Yeah, women lie, they cheat, and they steal too. And the reality of it is this. <laughs> as well as there is going to be DNA testing at birth, there will also be child support at birth. Mm. <laughs> right, but just make sure. what you need. But just, just make sure that child support belongs to you. And Yana brings up a great point that KG brought up about the women's liberation movement, right? Scarcity mindset is also in abundance when you aren't exposed to potential outcomes. Women also have access to money without their husband so they can leave if the husband ain't acting right. Well, I think that that is a whole nother perspective. I feel like a lot of things that we process and that we follow were kind of pushed on us, perspectives that were pushed on us. The divide of the family isn't something that we necessarily watch from social media and accepted that perspective was that was kind of handed to us and kind of forced forced us to accept and once people started to accept it they passed that perspective on mm. it's not beneficial so the first thing i mentioned was that 
um, you know, we manifest the things that we see in our lives. The people that I surround myself with are more positive. So I may be out of touch with a lot of things. I don't work with young kids that, you know, aren't in my family. So I don't see these things. You know what I mean? So the messages that I give to uh, to my family is going to be different because my perception is different. But I can't be naive to another another outlook, like another way of life. So it, it's a catch-22. It's like you got to be aware of it, but you got to be able to see past it so you can teach them to see past it. It's, it's a strange dichotomy, but this is what we do. Life is strange. And you know what? You know, uh, kudos to anybody who makes it up out of the abuse, mm. who makes it up out of the disconnect, who makes yeah. it up out of the broken homes, because right. that's not easy. And, but it is a testament to uh, the strength that we have. Nothing is perfect. Absolutely nothing. But in love, it's the best place to be in the world. And when you're in love, you think twice about breaking up your home. You think twice about doing some of the things that happen now because these are different times. I mean, they see women, you know, men doing all kinds of things on these reality shows and they think that's real. Mm. They think it's real. See, back in the day, there was a bar on almost every corner. You don't see them now, but in the city, I grew up in the city. I'm a city kid. I'm from the bricks. And um, inner city. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Brick city, I got you. You hear me? You sound like you're like from the South Ward, Mr. Nett. You heard? I'm from the North Ward, baby. I'm from the North Ward. Brick you hear me? Okay. Martin Luther King Boulevard. Okay. The Boulevard. And so, which used to be Princeton Avenue. But um yeah, they tore all that up. Yeah, they tore it up, you know. But we coming back to get everything they took from us. Everything. And then that, so what I want you to know is there'd be a bar on the corner and you see how these girls and these guys are in the club and he's arguing with her and she's arguing with him. They're disrespecting themselves. It is it's not cute. And I think that, you know, we misunderstand. It's the look. I'm telling you, it's the whole look. You know, um, we were talking about the feminism in men and the butchiness in women. That's going to be a topic for us, and we're going to delve into that uh, and have some uh, heterosexuals and some homosexuals and some feminist guys and some butch women to talk about it. But the idea is this is a different day. But I'm going to keep coming back to that love, that commitment, and that respect. And if a man is not strong enough, I watched a woman curse a man down to the ground at ShopRite. He didn't, he, you don't put your hands on nobody. You don't have the right to do that. But you can walk away. When you allow that, that's not love. She fighting me because she loved me. And if you loved her, you wouldn't disrespect her either. Mm. Disrespect. So um, you, you said that there were bars on every corner. It, it, sex was 
sex and hoes. They needed them back then too. So, sex yeah. in the city. Sex, sex in the city. city. It sex was in there. the South Ward and the North Ward. It was right? the yeah, it was there. Yeah, it was there. So it was there. they value family more than they they value they value family more than they value like a like um I don't know cheating wasn't something that was necessarily uh an offense that was you know. It wasn't a criminal offense. It was an offense, of course. Women had respect for themselves back in the day, but you know what they respected more? Stable home for their kids. They respected that. And the reality of it is there were some women who at the end of the time when those kids grew up and they were grown and they could handle it, that she left him. You know, because some of y'all don't want to get right to you in the wheelchair. I love you, baby. I want to marry you. Yeah, they do. So, I mean, yeah, they left back then too. But what was most important to them was their family. It was their family. And listen, back in the day, those women and those men had some things going on that we, we can't even discuss on social media. They did. They were not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Correct. They were not. So I don't I don't want to send that message. They weren't. But I think people have to learn to respect each other more. And I think men have to learn to take the lead more. And I think that um, they have to be, listen, let me tell you something. I love my husband. Anybody who knew me and my husband knew I love my husband. My husband loved me. We got married for the right reasons. We didn't have a perfect marriage. But check this out. And this is for the ladies out there. I didn't walk in front of my husband. Most of my brothers were Muslim. It was a sign of disrespect. It wasn't control. It was disrespectful to walk in front of him. I walked at his side or I stepped behind him. And not because he was better than me, I respected my husband. And unless he showed me the lead, I was right there at his side. And so most people will say, oh, that's some old-fashioned this, that. That's why you're alone. <laughs> you don't know who your daddy is. That's why you got baby daddies. You understand the concept of commitment, respect, and love. Submission is trust. And that's what this is about. You know, submitting to the man that you love because you trust him. Now, listen, that means that you got to pay attention to who you get involved with. Facts. You marry crazy men, you marry crazy babies. You marry crazy women, you have crazy babies. It's really just that simple. You know, so you have to be concerned about who you're hooking up with. And so often we hook up on the look. It looks good, man. She can dress. Girl, look, that man's so fine. He got this at crazy as a bit, bug. <laughs> Crazier than Cooter Brown. Y'all ever heard of Cooter Brown? Nah. No, but I have heard the reference. I don't know what it <laughs> means, but context, but like context clues, like I get it. <laughs> so here's the context. Cooter Brown is the one at the family cookout going, that ain't your daddy anyway after he has a family. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got those. Our boss, so we got some great comments and perhaps clap back for what you said, which I think was very wise. So she says some people have equated toxicity with love because that's what they saw, completely valid. And then yep. Yana Love posed, so are you supposed to stay in a toxic relationship for the sake of the family unit? That sounds super toxic as well. 
But that's not what well, she said, though. That's not what I said. That's uh, not what I said. I said they weren't apt to leave as quickly because they cared more about their children and the stability of their home. Women cheat as much as men, if not more. Mm. And the reality of it is, you know, the game is being played on both sides because when you come into the right relationship with the right man or woman and you're about that growth that you talked about, sir, mm -hmm. and you have common goals and you mutually respect each other, there's some things you just don't have to worry about. So, no, I'm not telling anybody to stay in a toxic relationship. But be careful about getting in them in the first place. You won't have to worry about getting out. Find out who they were sleeping with before. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Most of y'all sleeping with the enemy and then want to blame the enemy when they mm. turn on you. Mm. <laughs> Let it go, KG. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, yeah, but you can't attribute a lot of traumas that people have experienced and are coping with now because they, they people force the family to stay together. I don't know of any situations where people were forced to stay together. That's a different perspective that they probably should elaborate on it a little bit more. I don't know of anybody ever being forced. I know about women standing their ground and making decisions about their children that they made freely and in goodwill. You know, I know about men who decide no matter where they were, they were coming home. And I know that uh, the children benefited from it. Now, whatever these forced relationships are, whatever these hostage situations are, <laughs> let's talk about that. Mm. And Yana says a lot of women and men aren't aware of toxic signs before they enter a situation. Absolutely. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get hold of that. Get hold Go of ahead. That. Go ahead. <laughs> Accountability is coming. Right. So when we say we're not aware of toxic signs, <clears throat> I disagree. I don't think that <clears throat> you're unaware of it. I think that you turn a blind eye to it because Absolutely. you're looking at more of what you want rather than what you need, or you're looking at more of what you like rather than what's best for you, right? So the signs were there. I mean, we can get extreme, you know, with the, you know, with the scenarios I'm not going to, but the signs are always there. You always see them. Now, whether or not you choose to acknowledge them and move on those, that's just a lack of discernment on your part. That's not necessarily the person who's toxic. You have to be responsible and accountable for your own decisions. So that, because if you marry a crazy man or you marry a crazy woman, y'all can have some crazy ass kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know kid. get in his head before you get in his bed. I'm ready for you. That's what I say to women. Get in their head you get in their bed. You know, <laughs> it, it, works, it works both ways. Okay, okay. It's for men and women. Okay. Thank you know, you, you, spend you. A, you spend a lot of time, you know, they get with a guy, they hooking up in two weeks. I'm going to get that. Go ahead. <laughs> You know, we just, we're living in, I'm an old fashioned girl in a hookup world. And the hookup out there, I understand is real. But when you prepare to hook up, prepare for what comes with it. Right. Stop whining. You got in this man's bed before you even knew who he was. Of course, you didn't see the toxic signs. You weren't looking for signs. You were looking at lust. Mm-hmm. 
Spend some time to get to know the person. And Yana says, absolutely, definitely got to know yourself. And Yana says, just because you see them doesn't mean you understand them, especially if you aren't aware. We have to watch YouTube now to teach us. But if you don't know, you don't know. See, I I see a bit of a lack of accountability there with that perspective, personally. I'd I'd like to mentor her. So if you would give her my name and number, Josh, because I don't understand how you need YouTube to teach you what's basic. And even if you were in a disruptive home, even if you had a disruptive parent, you weren't in the wilderness. You were socializing with other people who were at some point exhibiting good and bad behaviors what you chose to inhale mm. you go exhale right i mean at some point we just have to be responsible for ourselves none of us are perfect no nope. none of us listen all feel things being real and relevant you know um money ain't everything either right so a lot of times we look at the money Right. And this is why I'm telling you that back then, and even with my mother and my grandmother, they made commitments. We're going to raise our family. Our kids are going to eat. They're going to go to school. If I have to to wash clothes, as my grandmother did, until her knuckles were raw, you know, for other people, or clean houses, or do whatever they needed to do to ensure that we were going to be okay. That's how you lift the generation up. So you were talking about how you deal with your family and what your perspective is and what you bring to the table. You can only serve what you can cook, baby. And so the idea is to understand what it is you need and want and what you want those kids that you're dealing with to need and want. If you feed them garbage, they're going to eat garbage. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Uh, You know, at some point, we got to stop blaming the white man. We got to stop blaming the blue man. We got to stop blaming him. We got to stop blaming her. And we got to get with what's real. And that's ourselves. You got to know who you are. If you're a liar, you're a liar. If you cheat, he cheated. So, so listen at this. So if you cheat with her and she married, when she cheat on you, your feelings shouldn't be hurt. Expect it. <laughs> Expect it. That's common sense to me. Mm-hmm. If, you, if it's a woman, I'm dealing with a man. You cook, get a missing man. <laughs> you gonna get what your hand calls for, and then when you get what your hand calls for, you want to call a dealer dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, don't hate the player, hate the game. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand the game, stay out of it. Mm-hmm. Or That's sit, how simple that is. Yeah, sit on the sideline, sit on the bench, play the bench. You know. And I think uh, a lot of it has to do with, especially in our generation, it may have to do with not knowing how to handle a relationship after the honeymoon period. Because during the honeymoon period, everything is great. It's a lot easier. It's something you can identify with. I think it, it coincides with the vision you have of someone when it's on social media, right? Everything is positive, blah, blah, blah. But as KG, as Ariella, as Miguel, as, an, as the boss said, right? Once you hit those trials and tribulations then things, you know, get get a little weeble wobbly and it's it's harder to write the ship. So there is an actual uh, a comical mean just because we're getting really intense here just to lighten the mood here. 
there was a meme that kind of illustrates this point. All right, baby, have a good day at work. I love you. I love you too. No, I love you. I love you. It's a token of my appreciation for my love. Well, go to work. You are so stupid. Put a ring. <laughs> hey, man, shut up. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, we ready. Oh, we, we the Johnson's family. Okay. It's me. This is my wife. Mm -hmm. This is my ring. That's her ring. Right, I see. Okay. That's me. We the Johnson's family. Mm, Johnson. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Show me a handshake, baby. Show me a handshake. Come on. Wow. Yeah, that's all I want with extra fries. Um, mm -hmm. My wife is going to do a spicy chicken sandwich with extra pepper jack cheese. She, she likes... My wife likes uh, spicy foods. Um, it's my pleasure to serve you, sir. Miss, I don't know where you got your training from, but I don't think flirting is a part of the job. <laughs> I'm here with my wife. It's a part of my right? job to sing it. I didn't, I didn't even finish ordering the food yet. You've been looking at my beard this whole time. I, I've been I looking didn't at you. do anything. I didn't. Mm, you look good. What you about to go out with your boys? You already know. I got to keep it clean up in here. You smell good, too. Keep my beard nice and dark. All right. Have a good day. All right. I love you. You guys ready? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Are you guys together or you uh oh. you going here by yourself? I thought we were supposed to be together. Well, everybody was for themselves. Like, supposed to be us. Where your ring at? You ain't even it's wearing your sweet. ring. Like I gotta pull this gun, it hurt. Like, I, gotta... I don't even wanna play no more. What y'all want? Yeah, yo, let me get two McDoubles and a small drink. Is that all? You don't want nothing? I want a you chicken want sandwich it? from Chick-fil-A. What? I'm not driving up the right down road for no damn chicken sandwich. I want the spicy chicken. Like why can't I chicken get... sandwiches in Oh, so you all in your bed now. You trying to keep it fresh. I gotta keep my beard healthy. It has to be healthy. No, no, you're growing it for another bitch. That's what you're doing. No, you think you slick. I ain't got to take this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. hilarious. <laughs> all right, so as we transition to our next topic, which is how to save your relationship. So KG... Sent the group Yo. this meme. Hold on, hold on. Before you show it, mm -hmm. I'm not responsible for the memes that I sent. <laughs> I don't know what? what it is that he's about to show. Right? <laughs> I come across something that I feel like is worthy of conversation. I didn't make it. I don't know what it is. I didn't make it. I ain't posted. it. I may or may not agree with this. That's my disclosure. <laughs> Okay. No, his disclosure is if she didn't put her hands on him, he wasn't there. That's what, what that sounds like to me. Mm. All right. And here we go. Things that won't save your relationship, a threesome, a marriage proposal, a baby, also known as an anchor baby, right? Things that will save your relationship, proper communication, allowing trust, and occasional cheating occasional occasional does that mean like holidays <laughs> or birthdays you know never know interesting. yeah how often is occasional interesting. <laughs> on occasion mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah what holiday is that gonna be mm. So who wants to take a, a crack at this meme first? I'll do it. Excuse me. It's not. It's 10 o'clock. I don't eat. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, so boom. Um, Things that won't save your relationship. I don't think anybody here would disagree with those things will not save your relationship, right? If anything, those things will make your relationship way more complicated. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, if you don't have the tools to figure that out, then um, 
Man, good luck to you. <laughs> um, things that will save your relationships. All right, we already know, right? Occasional cheating. Let's get to it, right? <laughs> um, I think that's one of those things that's like, uh, it's one of those, it really depends on the, the, the people in the situation because I don't think that that will save it, right? And I also think that uh, cheating needs to be defined, um, because for one, for one person, cheating could be something different than something that somebody else doesn't necessarily mean that it's sex, right? You're right. It doesn't. You're right. So uh, somebody could perceive cheating as talking to somebody that you once had a relationship with, right? But that person could be giving you game of giving you some energy to to focus, refocus, or redirect your energies to stay within your situation. So I can't say that I 100% disagree with it. I will say that it will need to be defined based on the individuals in the situation. But um, I think that this is a solid post. I didn't make the post. I would add that the occasional cheating, I don't know if I would say would save your relationship. It may prolong it, right? So if you are obviously cheating because you're not getting something that uh, in your relationship that you're looking for, so you're supplementing and getting it outside. I wouldn't say that saving it is just keeping you in it for longer than you probably should be or want to be, let's just say. Um, I just don't think it'll save it. I think it eventually will, could possibly end because of the cheating, right? So if your partner finds out and that's a deal breaker for them, that occasional cheating now just prolonged the breakup my opinion hmm. um i think the most important thing and the whole thing is the proper communication out of all of it i think that'll be the thing that'll save the relationship more than anything i think because communication it 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 um it, it covers a lot you know as far as the relationship is concerned and what things may be going wrong you can communicate and get through them um the occasional cheating it, it's um it's funny because I mean Ariella's right. If you get caught doing it, it can end a relationship. But I have a friend right now. He's been doing it for like six years. You know what I mean to get through it. Name, it, right? <laughs> I give it his name, <laughs> but you know who he is. But literally, when he says that's what helps me stay in a relationship, why does he stay? Because of what Miss Annette says. He has a child with her, and he doesn't want to break up his family. But he also is not satisfied at home, so he does that occasional cheating. So I've seen it work, to be honest Supplement. with you. So it works until he gets caught. And so, if he wanted to be real and relevant in his relationship, he would teach his woman how to treat him, so he didn't have to go out in the street. Because see, if you, my man, I'm gonna give you everything you need. Mm. You go out in the street. I don't have any babies. You're gone. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> It just depends. It's perspective. It's, it's, it's all in how you look at things. I don't think cheating is a way to save anything. I think cheating increases the lies. And y'all tell some good lies. Josh, please, at some oh, point, let's, let's have a podcast on the lies we tell. Um, <laughs> that's for men and women. And so I think communication, I have to agree with you. I think communication is the strongest thing up there. But I would say this to the guys. If you don't want to have a baby... Wear the mask. Mm. Mm. Don't go in the club shooting it up. 
Agreed. Or, and don't or, do it for anybody else. Or get a vasectomy. Whatever works best for you. At some point, you may decide that you want a child. <laughs> so a vasectomy is a little extreme. And you guys tend to be a little extreme from time <laughs> to time. You can always reverse it. Emotional. You can reverse it. <laughs> well, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. So, you know, just wear your mask. Don't okay. shoot up a club and communicate. Communicate. Teach a woman if you, if this guy is cheating, he's taking, you know, uh the feminine way out. He's being feminine. So what if so I want to play devil's advocate real quick, Miss Annette. So what if he has taught or tried to teach his woman and he's still not getting what he needs from her. Did he get it before he got married? Did he get it before he had the baby? Mm. Why, how's it that he can come in a relationship and expect a change, but he won't? Mm. Okay. No. He probably wasn't getting it before they had a baby. He probably thought the baby would loosen her up and make her want to do other things. Listen, if it's not right, once you decide that you're going to become entangled, it's not going to be right <laughs> when you try to untangle. That's what I mean by taking time to get to know your partner. So if you find out that there's certain things your woman don't like, buying her diamonds and fur coats ain't going to change it. Driving right. the right car ain't going to make her handle her business as you see fit. If she wasn't doing it from the beginning, she's not doing it in the middle or the end. Same thing with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. We expect him to change. It's funny because I've seen someone try to have a baby to get a relationship where they were dating a guy for a while. He never wanted to be in a relationship with her. And then she, she got pregnant to try to get him to go to the relationships that they got pregnant they they, they got pregnant well she, right. she made the decision but go ahead but she didn't make the said, decision she didn't have a mask i understand missing that but he said well i'll be there for the baby so she still was like well, well, why won't you be with me so she wanted to have an abortion because he still wouldn't be with her yeah she's immature childish and emotionally disturbed yeah. You don't abort babies. You don't create them and then abort them because somebody's not doing what you want them to do. That's a very sick mind. Mm. And he should run. He did. He, he did. Can. He left. Which is why he didn't want to be with exactly why he didn't want to be with her. Thank you, Miguel. Well, so why wasn't he wrapping up? <laughs> because boss, as you know, ladies who are in the car. boss, boss, as you know, ladies who are mentally disturbed usually are exceptional at coitus. That doesn't mean that you and have that to go away raw dog. Go ahead. That's right. Come on. Bring it home. Just I'm not it's, right. It's exceptionally but again, good doesn't mean that you don't wear a mask. Well, of course, we understand that. But we're human beings, correct? So at times you make illogical decisions. And I feel like some ladies in the audience will be able to understand that concept. And then you become human daddies. With crazy, with crazy baby mamas. And, and you get baby mama crazy, drama. Absolutely. And a crazy mother on your hands. But you get what your hand called for. Mm-hmm. You always gonna get what your hands call for. Has anybody here ever taken a bath with their socks on? Nah. What? Mm-hmm. No. What? No. 
Thank you, KG. I, I see what you're getting at because I actually I'm have. Not I, I, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just explaining the situation. I'm trying exactly. to give you guys a scenario. Context. To walk another person. Okay. I'm not saying exactly. that. But okay. to back missing that up, right? So it's not saying that, you know, women don't want to not have sex without the bag on. It's not right, but again, you get what you pay for, right? You go in mm-hmm. not with protection. Both of you guys should expect that there is a fifty, whatever percentage chance that <laughs> she's gonna get pregnant and y'all are going to have a baby. Well, what if there's birth control involved? Like, are we forgetting this elephant in the room? Well, I mean, that, that's like what ninety nine point nine percent. Exactly. So imagine, imagine that birth control being there, and then the baby happens anyway. Well, it can't happen if she's got control. birth control and you wrapping up with the mask. But if I, you don't want to be a daddy, don't go in the club. I'm telling you. Right. I hear you. Pay the child support and shut up. I hear you. Well, no. <laughs> I hear you. Go ahead, Big Mike. Well, no, go in the club. Just have your mask on when you go in the club. We're going to the club. At least. Yeah. Okay. Right, 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 right. All right. But she could be on I'm on birth control and your response should be I am too. Hold <laughs> up. Well I put my mask on. Mm. Yeah, I think the, the have to protect themselves too. Mask off. She's on birth control. <laughs> she still knows that she can get pregnant. So And Josh and, and they're the friends. I got another friend who was taking a girl to get her shots for the birth control, literally. And she still got pregnant. He was like with her, hitting him, and stuff like that. So. Well, you know what? He got what his hand called for. He didn't put on his mask, so he inhaled. Now he's going to exhale. I feel like I feel like that's kind of putting energy out into the universe, right? Like you say you don't want something so much, the universe kind of gives it to you. So he was putting himself out of the way to take her to get her birth control shots. I think it was kind of like he kind of called that in. My opinion, I'm not forcing that on anybody. Hold on. And uh, Cheese says very wisely, there needs to be accountability on both sides, which we rarely hear in this situation, which is very interesting. It has to be accountability on both sides. I'm a woman. You know, um, I love men. And I know that men and women both cheat. And if you guys think you got some game, get with the right woman. She'll set you on Uh, fire. Oh uh, yeah, I hate women. Uh, away from them. Mm. Well, women are better at it than men. I, I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been off the porch a long time. You say women came, be like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I ain't old enough for this. Nah. Mm-hmm. So people just have love, commitment, and respect. You just take the time to get to know people and see. Look at it like this. When you sleep with somebody without a mask, you're sleeping with every man she ever slept with. Mm. That's why you should ask who she slept so with. Thank you, KG. She's going to lie about it. She's going to lie about it. They say, I only had two men in my life. She's going to lie about it, right? What's the point? She's going to lie regardless. You see that, Thank Miguel? You. Exactly. I'm telling you, very few women have the heart to admit where they've been and who they've been with. Why? The same way, same way y'all lied that you didn't touch her. It's no different. Same story, different chapter. They're probably why do women pro- lie about it? They're probably ashamed. Nine times out of ten, shame. The other thing is, it's just 
most women don't feel like it's any of your business. Mm. Mm-hmm. E- even though she'll ask, which is interesting. Got to be more careful. <laughs> Listen, don't hate the players, hate the game. That's that's mm-hmm. both sides of the fence. It's both sides of the fence. You know, um, women fall in love, and, and we can be a little emotional about some things, but one thing we're not. A, a little? <laughs> so, you know, respect, respect the game. It's out there. And if you just take the time to get to know people and you communicate, you can save good relationships. But take the time to get to know the woman, just like we have to take the get time to get to know the man. And I guarantee you, you'll have less of a headache. And nothing like when a woman loves you, dude. I mean, really loves you. And is down with you and is about your business. When you get a taste of that, yeah. and you run out in the street and lose it, you're going to lose your mind with it. Mm. So, boss, the for problem, the problem with people these days, they want they want to go on the fast track to love, right? They think, like we said before, they watch too much TV, social media, so they want to fast forward through all that stuff to get to the love. Okay, yeah, 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 that's cool, but when are you going to love me? When can I say that I love you? And when can we show the world that we're in love? Yo, I got we're not taking the time to get to know each other. Okay. Let me ask a question. Um, all things considered, I mean, all things, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I personally think that you need time to be in love. Mm-hmm. You can love somebody, you can care about them, but to actually be in love with an individual, you got to know them. You got to go through four different things to really know them enough to be in love with them, right? I think we all generally know the four things, but I'll circle back if anybody doesn't know. <laughs> Do you guys disagree with me? Do you guys think that you can love somebody in a shorter amount of time? Is time really a good measure for true love? Yes, because time. I don't time is a measure. I don't believe in love at first sight personally. I don't either. No. Time is a measure. It absolutely is. And, and the true test of a friendship is when you can pass gas around each other. <laughs> That's the first part of it. You start there, and then you build from there. So I, I think it should be before that happens. Before I don't think that's <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that oh, that's for the love. Oh, <laughs> I think there should be some other things. Before, like you got to be there before that's the thing. <laughs> Or when y'all start uh, uh, peeing with the door open <laughs> to have a conversation, <laughs> that's, 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 that means we trust you. Right, right, right. We, you know, we might pass gas then. That means we trust you. <laughs> we trust you. To be clear, you can trust without love, but you can't love without trust. That's right. You can be comfortable with somebody, but that doesn't mean that you guys are, y'all know each other 100%. That doesn't mean that you guys are truly in love. This is facts. So you should have had some time before you start uh, going to the bathroom in front of each other. You should have had some other things going on long before then. Yes. Walks, talks, finding out who they were. You know, a man will meet a woman. Her mother be crazy as a bat. And he'll chase her like he's chasing gold. Uh, I, maybe that's a lost art. But like caring about their family, caring about their family structure, right? You figure a relationship is an investment, right? That's right. So it if is. you're going to invest in something, you got to do your homework, right? 
Got to know work and invest in the family too. You gotta, you gotta know if her mom yeah. is not solid. What do you think you're gonna get? <laughs> but the homework, but the homework should come in those conversations. Like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all talking about oh, their life? You gotta do your own separate homework. You know what I mean? Like she'll tell you something, but you gotta be able to see for yourself. Like she be like, yo, somebody saw you there. Were you there, Mike? Was you there? That was you? You wasn't there, was you? <laughs> mm. Bro, I'm not like investigating her family either. What not? But, but if you want to be with that person, why family wouldn't you? Is. Yeah, you better find out who she is. Right. Yeah, I'm not telling you. Yeah. I'm not telling you to do a Google search on every person in her family. I'm talking about, bro, you should try to, if you're going to invest in this woman, you should invest in her family because they go together. You got no. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking you talking about hire a private eye and follow them around. No, <laughs> no, 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 Watching too many. Hire a private eye. I don't want you. Right. Watching too many films. <laughs> and the same goes for a man. She has to do the same with the man. She has to know who he is. Yeah. You know. I, th- I think. Uh, listen. Time. You said it. I was going to say that takes time. A lot of people are not going to talk about their family and their family structure uh, in the first few months of meeting you and knowing you, right? You got to do some digging for them to pull. Some people don't like to talk about their family. Uh, Hence, Uh, their family's crazy. They're not going to tell you their family's crazy. Maybe I'm just good good against a lot of people. I get all the information. Mm. I'm a good listener. Let me tell you this. One of the reasons relationships fail is because for the first 90 days, at least, the representative shows up. Right. Yes, that's a big thing. All right. Mr. Okay. I heard you say 90 days. I thought you were talking about some abstinence or something like that. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't not. Nah. Don't. You be abstinent as long as it takes to find out who that person is. If it's six months, take it. To, to, um, I yeah, mean, right. Yeah. But after after the 30 days, you already know who the person is. Next. And Yana no. says, no, you don't. what's the no, you four don't. what's the four things, KG? You you open the right. can of worms here. All right, so budget. I mean, it's pretty straightforward stuff, right? Um, to know a person sincerely and dearly, right? This is my I, I read it, but I don't disagree with it, right? You have to have seen them experience the loss like a loved one, like death. Right. Um, have them experience uh, something like super high, like, I don't know, something like hitting a lottery, something like really high up that, you know, like something like that. Right. Um, depression. Right. And a heavy, stressful situation. If you can experience all four of those, you know, that person sincerely, you know, their mind, you know, their heart and you know, the spirit. Right. If you experience some of those things, you know them. Some of those things. Now, you don't want to necessarily experience death with somebody. That's not something that you wait to look for. But these are life-altering experiences. These are things that change the trajectory of people's lives. And if you can bear witness to that, and you can be with them through those highs and those lows, you absolutely know that person without question. And I would argue that you know that person for the rest of their life. You could be with somebody and have a relationship. You experience all of those things together. You experience life. You guys separate. They've done different things. Their habits change, whatever have you. But you know that person. That's my personal opinion. Wait, 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 wait. I thought it was that you can't love them without the four things. Is it do you know them or do you love them? That's two different things. All right. So, all right. So, all right. So, hear me out, right? So, you can love somebody, right? 
Right. My personal opinion is that to be in love with somebody, to have that longevity, to have the the high potential for longevity, this is something that you need to bear witness to. You need to be there for them through that to witness all of that because that's when you start to see different people. Like near-death experiences. When you, if you can be with a stranger, you guys experience a near-death experience together, you never forget that person. It's a different thing. It's just what it is. It's the psyche of people. I ain't making this so up. If these, so if these things don't come for three or four years, I can't be in love with them based off your logic? <clears throat> time he is time. You can love them. Right. That's what, that was my question. I, I can't be in love with them no matter how long these things take, four, five, six years, if they, they, don't, they don't happen. Well, so you can course, you're in love if you want to, but until you get to know a person, you're loving a representative. Well, like you, you got to go through in order to really know somebody. You got to go through it. That's just okay. what it is. Was, if, nothing happens, yeah. if nothing happens, yeah, that's my. I mean, I arguing with you. If nothing happens, nothing happens. You follow what right. I'm saying? It's easy to be level all the time when there's no changes. I think the point, Mike, is if you can see them and be with them through those four stages where they're highs, lows, death, you really know them and you fall, like you really fall in love with that person. If you stay no, with I, them- I, I get the point, but I, I'm a logical person. So what if they don't happen for 10 years? I'm not gonna not be in love with them at the time. Then you don't really know that person in totality, right? So, right? so, so, so I've wasted my time now, but I don't know you yet because those things haven't happened. Not right. necessarily. I think I think you need to put this in perspective, and the perspective is simply this: until you can have experiences with people, you don't know them. You don't know them, and not sex experience. Right, I understand. No, I, I so get it. Until you, until you can go through that, you don't know. Them. So, if you want to be in love with somebody you don't know because you want to rush the process, have at it. That's it's really just that simple. You have to experience a person through the highs, the lows, their in-betweens, good times and bad times. You can't have microwave it. You gotta cook it. You microwave is why marriages aren't lasting, Josh. Microwave is why people think they're in love and they're actually not. Say something, you ever, you ever been around your dudes and they'll say, man, I was with her for 18 months. Now I'm getting ready to put a ring on her finger and I find out that. Oh, 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 oh. No, it's never gonna happen. No, no, no. Let's like, bruh, what's that for some example? No, no, no. Go ahead, finish, <laughs> boss. Give this man some ice water. Let her finish. <laughs> Wait, what? Let her finish. That's an example. My point is, and, and the dude says, man, you know, when I just found out that she's been dealing with this guy over in East Trenton. For the past like six months. <laughs> like, dude, what were you doing for 18 months? Looking at her toes? <laughs> you have to get to know people. The representative always shows up first. That's for men and women alike. Agreed. You know? Smack it up, flip it, rub it down whenever you want. Oh no. But you gotta know what you're dealing with. And when you don't, stop crying about it. So Yana yep. says, is it safe to say that you can get to know someone rather than quickly to fall in love? Mm, that, I don't get the no, question. I, I don't think that makes sense. Yeah, I don't get the question. Yeah. So it's safe to say that you can get to know 
What I think what Josh is saying is, would you say somebody can get to know somebody very quickly and fall in love? Okay. No. Perhaps. I mean, I can't answer for myself. No. I mean, I think you could say it, but I don't. You know, the quality of it, I would, I would, Mm. I would argue it. I like that quality thing. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's what How many of you have ever been in love? Facts. I've been uh, in love. You've been in love? Man, love. Let me tell you something about love. <laughs> tell me. You know what? <laughs> love is love is starting. <clears throat> this is my equivalent. It is starting a business, starting your very first business. Mm-hmm. 100% passionate about it. Right. And you have nobody to build it with. You don't know how to do any of this stuff by yourself. You have to you have to be the visionary. You have to be the business person. You have to be the accountant and you have to learn it all yourself to watch that business grow and stand up on its own two feet. That is love because that's the type of work and dedication that it takes to do it. It challenges you and bends you and fold you. Man, love. Boy, oh boy. I don't got a whole lot of good to say about it, but I can't say nothing bad about it either. It's one of those things. Mm. But when you have it, when you have it and it stands up, it's nothing on earth like it. Facts. I'm telling you, in love is the best place to be in the world. It really is. I've been in love. The best place to be in the world. I've been in well, life. Son, son, you said earlier, when, when you have someone who loves you dearly, like a man for a woman, she would do anything for you. And, and that's a, a true and, story. And a man will do anything for her. Exactly. Yes. He's do the same thing without hesitation. Without that's hesitation. Right. That's right. Love is a good thing. <laughs> he said, I can love myself. Just just make sure I have something to eat. Lou <laughs> 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 and Bills, what up? Yeah, my man Lou. Said, I don't need all that. And he also yeah. said, ain't no chicks farting around him either. <laughs> <laughs> You know something else, and I don't mean to be too wordy, but I realize the capacity of love that you want is based on the capacity of love that you give. There you go. Right? So when you're in a relationship, and that's why all of the time makes a difference is because everybody has different things that they want, different things that they experience growing up that shapes who they are. But if you're somebody who goes headfirst in love, you want to give all of yourself, and that other person just wants you to care about them, Oh yeah, it ain't gonna work. work. It ain't gonna work. Not gonna work. I mean, it'll work, but it's gonna work. It's gonna y'all gonna have a whole lot of work. A lot of butting heads. Yeah. And for for the man who wants fresh air all the time. Mm Hmm. Oh, that's a good. That's a good counter by Yana. What if you experience the four stages quickly? Then. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. The thing about the four stages, people. Well, the thing about my opinion is. If you experience all four of those things, which everybody doesn't do, right? If you experience all four of those things in a year's time with somebody, first, that person got a lot of stuff going on. You might want to reach <laughs> anyway. how, do they have, how do they have time to deal like, with you? Bro, you got a lot going on. I don't know if I can help you carry all of this. It's right. like, <laughs> it's a lot. 
You know what I mean? So I think that that in itself is something that you should try to reconsider because people who have stuff going on tend to keep stuff going on. Mm. You just said a mouthful. See, Mr. I've been Where's born? I've been on. I've been outside a long time. I've been knowing. We've been outside for a while. Yeah. Josh. That's my best secret. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Don't worry. When you find the right woman, she'll know what she's looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic irony. So, what up, Lou? So now, guys, it's time for the best memes of the week. And since this was so on topic, I thought I should start with this one first. So shout out to Hood Ratchet TV, who is sponsoring the stream. Any female born after 1993 can't cook. All they know is McDonald's, charge their phone, twerk, be bisexual, eat hot chips i guess and live it's like hot chips yeah yo i'm i'm not even gonna hold you maybe i'm getting old because i had to look up how old you would be if you were <laughs> 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 like, that's I, don't I don't think that's, that's true i was that's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's true mm. i think there is some uh, some validity to that statement there may be some validity to every statement. Agreed. Mm. Thank but you. But I don't, I don't think that that's the, uh, mm. the the alpha and omega of it all. Yeah, this says any female, so that's categorizing all right. females born after 1993. Well, I don't believe that. Well, that's fair, but let's uh, let's take it as a grain of salt since it is on social media, right? As we talked about, since it is on Hood Ratchet TV. But I think conservatively, you can probably say most at about sixty percent at minimum. Why? Why not? Well, I'm asking you why. Well, we literally had the whole show where we talked about how there's differences <laughs> in generations. This literally illustrates those differences. Mm. No, this speaks to those differences. It's not an illustration of it. I mean, until you can survey women, you don't know uh, who can cook and who can't. Now, is McDonald's real for a lot of people? Sure. That's a fact. And whether they eat hot chips or not has nothing to do with their ability to cook. Hot chips, though. What are hot chips? Maybe hot, uh, what is that, Cheetos? Mm. Flaming hot Cheetos or whatever. Yeah, I wasn't born after 1993, so I have no idea. Or those uh, Takis or whatever they call it. Oh, maybe. Out of my league. I mean, it's just silly. All they know how to do is charge their phone, be bisexual. Uh, again, this is a... I think they're making a generalization, but I think what Josh is saying that it's for chicks in their 20s, right? Like between 20 and 27. And they're saying a lot of <laughs> I them... I did the math. I don't, I don't have, know. like... I can't agree with that. You know, I have a niece who started a business at 17. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, That's fair. She's about 22 now. Right. Started a business and also promotes businesses. Right. So it's just too general. Mm -hmm. It's just too general to assume because if we're going to say that all um, women do A, B, C, D, and E, then we'd have to say all men don't know how to handle their business at that age. Right. But I, 
absolutely. But but we're we're talking about, let's say, this is talking about all, which I agree is never all, right? But I'm saying most. So you can bring up the exceptions to the rule, and that's fair, but the rule still holds. No, that's not a rule. That's definitely a rule. (laughs) That's a meme. Especially at that age. On a previous podcast, the men in the comments and on this podcast said that these are the types of women that will, this age range is the women that they would be, um, that older men would be looking to get with, right? Yeah, to, so to bang. People born after 93, they can't cook. All they know is McDonald's, how to twerk and be in their phone. But these are the women or girls that the older men are going after. Yeah, Why would you to go bang. after a woman who can't cook you a home-cooked meal? Again, and all she want to do is eat McDonald's and eat hot chips. Again, Ariel, we all know it's to bang. It's not to cultivate a long-term relationship with. We all know that. You're going to be burning, and if all she's doing that's is eating McDonald's bang. and hot chips. <laughs> it's to I bang. Can. That's it. That's that's all that, that they're for. Absolutely. Right. Well, but let, let's talk about this. If that's what the older guys want, so those are usually the young girls that string them out. I mean, if they don't have game, absolutely. <laughs> they can have all the game they want. These girls are doing some things out here today. <laughs> they can have all the game they want. That young girl come after you and she right, you're in trouble. That's true. If she has the uh, Cardi B playbook, you might be absolutely correct. So that's a generalization, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same as that mean. Uh, 60%. I'm going to stick with that number. And I think this is what's wrong with the word society and dating people look at memes like that and then they go with that generalization um because they see it on social media so it must be true it must be all girls in this yeah. age range i mean if you I think, think about it mostly, I, I do most of the memes I, are mostly men based though with that concept but go ahead big mike does that mean it's i right? think it, sorry mike they ahead. believe it but go ahead no, I, I think it's a huge generalization, right? Obviously, they're saying all, but I think when you look at that age range, we gotta look at we gotta look at the at the bigger picture, right? So, who was the parents to the uh, kids at that age range? People in like you know the '90s, right? They were born '93, so people who mm-hmm. were younger in the 90s where women were working more there were more latchkey kids um more businesses like she said so they weren't being taught how to cook as much where in younger generations before that right the moms or the women a lot of times weren't working as much so they were being taught how to cook more so if you just look at that perspective a lot of times they don't know how to cook as much so it's not just trying to be mean but just just think about what has (laughs) happened over the years i'm just like Hey, what did Lou just say? <laughs> I don't have a I'm growing. What year were you born? I'm an '80s baby. Oh, okay. I know how to cook, and I already cooked, and I already ate. I'm good. Oh, all right. <laughs> and the next meme comes from Haitian Steve. Shout out to Haitian Steve, a wonderful content creator. Check out his YouTube and IG. What up, Annie? My name is Steve. So the question for the day is, um, what's the worst mistakes a man making bed? Shit. <laughs> I know y'all thought about this before. Uh, first and foremost, no foreplay. No foreplay. That's number one. Okay. You got more. You got more to snap on. Nothing too fast. It's just foreplay? Mm-hmm. Like trying to warming you up and getting you there, right? 
and they just just try to get right to it. <laughs> she said being selfish. Being selfish? All right, so you guys hear it. Stop being selfish. Show a little foreplay. At least show you care. Like, come on, man. You don't have to care, but make sure you get me where I need to go. Exactly. You heard that. Get her where she needs to go. Peace. So a quick comment before we get into it. Did Steve bag her number? Yes or no? Probably. No. I would say yes. But uh, yes, how important is foreplay? That's a layup. I don't think that was. Yeah, right. Thank, thank you, KG. I don't, he, I don't think he took it. I think it was on the table. Right. I I didn't say no because I didn't think he could. I just don't think <laughs> he did. <laughs> That's not Yeesh. where I was coming from. <laughs> so, what's the question? Is that, are we addressing what she said or what he asked? What he asked. Right. Oh. Um, I don't disagree with what um the young lady said in the video. I think that is a big mistake that men make, right? Not enough foreplay. Uh, from I'm speaking from hearsay. Um, not enough foreplay. <laughs> thinking about themselves only, right? What? Like it was my friends that I don't know about. You. I'm uh, I'm I'm asking for a friend, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> Only, you know, focusing on getting their nut, not, you know, focusing on pleasing the lady um, and moving too fast. I mean, like nutting too fast. Yeah. But like, you know, going through the motions too fast. Sometimes a lady needs to be things to be slowed down. She doesn't want, you know, a quickie all the time. My opinion. Hmm. And on average, would you say most men have this issue? I can't answer that question because I don't know most men and I can't say that I hear it all the time. I've heard it before, but maybe, you know, you're the stats guy. So this actually sounds like Mike's comment. Sex without foreplay is like food with no seasoning. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to cue that up. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> It does I mean, sound like it, though. Yeah. The, can the fellas weigh in on that? Like, is this something that you hear from ladies a lot? Like, what are the big mistakes that you hear women complain about that they go through? I mean, if we're going to think about those stats because of the age range, right, that age group of being in the college age or, let's say, in the 20s, usually you're not really concerned about foreplay until you learn through experiences to be like, oh, this is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm -hmm. Similar to ladies and cooking with men. So I think that there's two different types of sex. Mm. Whether you're talking about, you know, quickies or not, there's two different types of sex. You have relationship sex when you are in love, loving somebody, and then you have everything else. And, and those are two different types of sex. Regardless of whether it's fast or slow, quick, fulfilling, or unfulfilling, it, it's different. So don't compare those two. So if we're talking about casual sex, we'll talk about that. If we're talking about relationship sex, we'll talk about that. I don't think the two can compare. Absolutely. And before we continue, boss, we wanted to thank you because I know you had to hop off real quick. So thank you for joining us and sharing your wisdom with the class today. We appreciate it, Professor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Yeah, I have to go put some seasoning on my food. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And could you let everyone know about the First Off Podcast, please, and where they can find you? First Off Podcast is at StreamYard and on Facebook. And it is a podcast that deals simply with life on life's terms. Life on life's terms. I could dig it. Absolutely. And, you can dig it? and the link is in the description. So, boss, thank you once again. And hopefully we'll see you soon. You will. We're going to have to get back to that other topic. Absolutely. Why women and men lie. Mm. And what they lie about. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers do not. Numbers have a good evening. You Cheers. I like that lady. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's. I like her too. Yeah, yeah she's dope. It's cool. So we're not talking about like. I mean, honestly, like, hold on. Let me side side note. You're missing that cool as hell, right? Right. But mm-hmm. shit, I just won't say in front of missing that man. I just. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I could tell when everyone yeah. starts saying missing that. And again, I appreciate everyone for that respect. So you see how, like, I think that was amazing that we were illustrating the points that we were talking about in real time, that conscious respect, just giving it right without even having yeah. to say it. It's implied. It's amazing that things like that are beautiful to me. Absolutely. I mean, Miss Annette was talking greasy, though. She <laughs> was. She was. I was like, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with cool. it. When, yeah. she, when she said shoot the club with no mask, I was like, okay, Miss Annette. <laughs> all right. We're going to talk, talk. All right. <laughs> but, she had good um, energy. Yeah. Back to what you were saying, though, Josh, like about uh, uh, Mason Steve's interview. I just feel like it's two different types of things. Like, if you just smacking something, you know what I mean? If you you know what I mean? If you want a one and done, that's a different situation. Like your concern for fulfillment is doesn't compare to you, you know, fulfilling your lady. Like sometimes you I hear agree with, whatever. I agree with that. And a part of what Josh said about the age group, I think when you're younger, you don't really care as much as far as like if she's pleased or got hers. So you're selfish lovers as the, as the, as the lady was saying. But, um, you know, if you get older, you start to think a little, little bit more stuff like that. So. That's true. But I would also add a caveat, like at a certain age, once you do understand how to make sausage, right? Eventually yeah. you do want to practice your skill set on others, you know, cause practice is everything. And when it comes to that, mm-hmm. some people may have a Mamba mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Excellent. Okay. The next one is. Awkward silence. (laughs) A man's success has a lot to do with the kind of woman he refuses to have in his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot to do with it. All right, boom. So um, we made references to this several times. Like, if you if you cook trash, you eat trash, or something to that effect, right? <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. Like, it's the same thing with love. The same thing with relationships. Like, if you know who you are, you know what you'll tolerate and what you won't. Other than that, you won't. You you're an individual who won't see red flags. And then you end up like, what you mean? She was fucking with Buddy from uh, East Train, like. <laughs> but I loved it in her, like. You know what I mean, like, nah, bro, like you gotta. Like we said in the previous podcast, which was incorrect, 
you either choose or get chose, right? Choose right. or be chosen. You know what I mean? And I feel like this speaks to that. Like, you just got to know better. It's Kinglish. It's basic. It's one-on-one. I think it says that everything that glitters ain't gold. Mm. And what may look great right up front may not be great for you, um, especially when it comes to ultimately having success in life, I think. So I think it's just like, um, you know, you again, because you got to refuse it. So in order for it to be refused, it may you know, it'd be something hard to refuse, but you got to think long term, two mm-hmm. steps ahead and stuff like that. Like, you know what? She may be dope at this moment, but I know that if I want to get to this level in my life, I can't be with her. So I think it's, I think it speaks to that. I like that, Mike. Thank Absolutely. You. Hi, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. The woman... The women you are with are the, is the woman you deserve. That's very interesting. And the next one is, oh, this is a good one. 21 Savage says, women don't build. A rich man can meet a broke woman and change her life, but a rich woman won't even look a broke man's way. Ariella, why don't you tackle this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what can I say here? So, I think because men like to buy women, right? So, I think it goes back to what we were saying before about the older men wanting the younger chick, right? A man doesn't have a problem spending his money on a woman because a lot of times he's only looking for that one thing. Um, a woman wants to build with a man. She wants an alpha man. Uh, she doesn't necessarily want to sponsor a guy. Mm. Why are you making faces? Are you making faces, Kevin? Yeah, as am I. But please continue. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say. <laughs> <laughs> So is it true you're saying the meme, I guess? Uh, no, not, I'm really not necessarily saying that it's true. Uh, if I had to give background on it, that's what I would give. I don't necessarily know if I agree that a rich woman won't look a broke man's way. But I don't want nobody. Y'all going to jump down my throat about it if I say that. So Ooh. regardless of what I say. Pause. What's, <laughs> what's about you personally, right? If you were rich, would you look a broke man's way? Exactly. So I, 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 don't, I don't even know why we even. You know what I mean? Like a random broke man, like Mike. We'll be all for that one. Big Mike. How, how many Tyler Perry movies you seen about this concept alone? I just want to see what she had to say about it. All I, right, I that, that's fair. Like, I need more information. Tell the truth this time. I need more information. <laughs> I really need more tell information. The, tell the truth. <laughs> I'll tell the truth. If it's a stranger, no, right? But like somebody I know, not, yeah. If it's somebody I know, yeah. What? No, what? but if it's a stranger, <laughs> no. What What do we have in common? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I'm just throwing my money at a broke dude because why? What am I getting from the situation? Well, there goes your favorite term, double standards. 
I mean, I don't say that I would agree that a rich man should throw his money at a broke chick either, though. I think for me, like my perspective is it should go both ways. <clears throat> my perspective for like, why are you throwing your money at somebody who doesn't have for what? For sexual reasons? Obviously. Right. That's why I, I gave that point in the beginning men would do it faster than a woman would probably for sexual reasons but a woman i don't think she's necessarily nine times out of ten gonna do that for sexual reasons like what what are we like what am i getting from this mm. i think we have to look at the uh we don't know how how broke he is right because if you're rich <laughs> and he has like i'm just saying like he has a decent job but he's less you know it's less to you, but you don't necessarily be broke. Broke Eesh. in a bum. <laughs> so it's like, Eesh. you know. I mean, I took broke as broke. I got you. <laughs> but, that, I mean, we can say the same the, op the opposite way, right? We don't know how rich that person is. The, and the irony is there are a lot of independent women who love spending other men's money. It's just so interesting, the double standard. It's amazing. Hmm. I mean, I don't support that double standard, but I hear what you're saying. Interesting. I think that there are a lot of men who like spending women's money too. Because they're broke. <laughs> maybe not necessarily though. I think maybe if the woman is willing to spend her money on him, he is just as willing to take it and he may not be broke. Like, hey, if she wanna spend her money on me, she wanna trick on me, then I'm gonna take it. And Miss Ariel without reciprocating? Yeah. Mm. And Lou asked the follow question, what if he's broke because he's starting a business? Then that's different, right? So that's why I'm like, I need more information. <laughs> fair enough. That's completely right. Because now, now you can answer the question as to what I'm, what am I getting from that? Am I being supportive? Is this my man? And he's just going through some stuff. He's starting a business. Okay, then that's stuff we can talk about. But if he's a stranger, and no, it's not happening. Interesting. So even if someone's an independent woman, you're still looking for something to get, even though you're independent and don't need anything. That's so interesting. Did I say that? Did I say anything about being independent? No, I'm just saying in this scenario, right? Oh. In this scenario, usually that's going to be the case. Mm. And you don't, so you, you don't need anything because you're, because they're an independent woman, right? Uh. It's just a question. I, mean, I was that just could curious. Be another topic for another podcast: this whole independent woman uh, thing. Okay. <laughs> Everybody needs somebody. I don't. That whole like preaching to be. Oh, I'm independent. I don't need a man to do this. I don't need a man to do that. Like, it has I think you know has to do with upbringing, society. There's a lot to unpack there. Independent history, scoring women, a lot of that. Is yeah, that independent. Too. Thank you, Miguel. Yeah. But because I'm saying that as a rich woman in this scenario, I'm not going to uh, sponsor a broke man. That doesn't mean I'm shouting from the roots, rooftops. I'm an independent woman, right? I just want somebody to be equally yoked um, on that same mm. level. What What am I getting from this? If so, I'm rich and he's broke. So is that too much to ask for a man? No, because usually men usually date down, usually, especially if they're established at that level of having wealth. Usually they're going to date down. Mm -hmm. I, I was just asking, you know, another double standard conversation for another day. I, again, I, I think like right in this situation, I'm speaking generally for men and women. Right. I think being equally yoked is something that, you know, everybody should bring to the table. Um, 
there's going to be times in your relationship where you may be up and your partner may be down and vice versa. It's going to happen. But, you know, in order to build and continue to grow in your relationship, like you got to continue to bring things to the table. Like if you are in these jobs, like if your career path is not going to make you six figures or whatever, um, and you're, you and your partner are good with that, but you love what you do and you make a difference that's different. You know, you're not going to be rich, but your partner is and your partner and you are okay with that. That's things that you talk about within the, you know, intimate walls of your relationship. That's fair. And Yana's clapping back saying independent women don't ask for money, bro. That's a specific group of women. That's not the majority. That's fair. So Lou had a great point. Independent women, even Cardi B is asking for child support. Eesh. Oh, man. That is a very good point. Eesh. Very interesting. All right, guys, we reached that time of the evening when it's time for the ladies to ask gentlemen juicy questions about out of pure curiosity, right? Ladies, feel free to get in the live comments to ask your questions. I don't I hope you don't think I'm like talking out of my like rear end. Not that you would mind. Not that you would mind, Josh. Right. Toronto, you know. <laughs> Mike, you have something to say, sir? No, I have nothing to say about her at all. <laughs> so. Interesting. Cuz I feel like you have something to say. I need the same Wait. time before sex, and then I need it separately from sex. Sex <laughs> without hair is like a sandwich with no bread. Mike, you looking like you wish you never said that. But you speak your facts. Never, I wish I never said it to Josh on a, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like you didn't know there was a mic in front of you that was recording. <laughs> That's true. I mean, hey, you gotta stand true to that, right? Like, you, you speak your facts, though. Ain't nothing. Right. You ain't say anything I didn't incorrect. What, I didn't hear what he said. I thought it was like a technical issue. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> dang, but he's talking." It was a sound bite. I know <laughs> now, but I'm saying like, I was like, "What the?" F- <laughs> it's definitely a factual statement that I believe wholeheartedly. I didn't know what you, what you played that many times in my world. What you play, man? What that? <laughs> Josh, just play it. <laughs> I need it at the same time before sex, and then I need it separately from sex. Sex without hair is like a sandwich with no bread. I need it. <laughs> you, might, you might get famous off of that one line. Let me keep I might get. I agree. I might get. You're right. You're right. It, it, it was on her reaction TV. It got a lot of comments. So. <laughs> Look, as a lady, I see no arguments with that statement. Mm, and facts. the key to that statement, though, is making sure that your significant other knows this before you get into a serious relationship. Therefore, you're not, you know, upset later on. That's so, the key. So first question, based off of that comment, oh, is awesome. this something uh-huh. that you talk about up front? Like, will you, you, <laughs> will you use that <laughs> statement? <laughs> use that specific statement early on in a situation while you're dating with somebody to figure out where they are kind of sexually to f- see if you're compatible, right? Because the sex without head is not happening for you. I, I probably won't talk about sandwiches in my comments, but... <laughs> what is this? How we made our mother? Come on. But I, I would, yeah, see if we're compatible in that way. I've done it. I've, I, you know, I've, I'm, I'm living it now. You know what I mean? I think we all, we all agree that whatever your sexual 
requirements, let's say, you might want to talk about them early so you're not disappointed later on. So, so. Absolutely. And shout out to Haitian P and Horizon yeah, TV I, sponsoring the show. Work, what up, man? What up, P? I do. I do know people who don't who don't like to have those, not mother don't like, but I guess they're a little shy. shy about those conversations, and then they wind up disappointed later on, stuff yeah. like that, or who in the friend really zone. Don't like to talk about sex, like who doesn't? People, general, like men. There's some men and some women who just like don't talk about it and just think like things will miraculously be good if we don't talk about it. How are we? How is it supposed to be good between you guys if you don't talk about it? And you talk know, about what you like, what you don't like. Right. Red flag in my opinion. I agree. Not, and not usually, mind reader. if you're a guy, you're going to end up in the friend zone if you don't talk about it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you got like a window to talk about it. If you don't talk about it by a certain amount of time, you're going to wind up in the friend zone. Yes. So, yeah. True. And for, for women, you know, if if you both don't talk about it, your head could be whack and he's just not telling you. And <laughs> there's somebody else, probably, sis. Oh, what are they going in on the comments? They are with a, a previous previous comment. Yeah, they're going back and forth with each other right now. Cheese and Lou. Can't see the comments right now. But does anyone have another question? Any ladies? Um, I can't see my questions that I have in my phone, but one that I can think of right now, since it was brought up earlier about, you know, passing gas, women passing gas in front of men um, when they're comfortable. Is it weird for guys if a chick takes a shit at your place? Like, is that out of pocket? Is there a certain time frame? Because I feel like some guys are comfortable shitting anywhere <laughs> but is it weird for a chick to to do that at your place first of all i'm not comfortable in everybody bathroom <laughs> in general i'm the door so whatnot i will hold it <laughs> but um i i'll say there's a time frame on that um, like you said, like, you know, like not like the first time you come over, you shouldn't be in there dropping a deuce. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like that's... Is, that a, is that a deal breaker if she does? Like y'all went out to eat and came back to your place. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't... Go ahead, KG. I'm like, KG. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so bust it. So first... I'm gonna shit wherever I got to shit. <laughs> Thank you. Yo, I mean, when I say wherever, I mean, yo, when dude calls, soldier supposed to pull up, right? So that, there's nothing excluded from that, period. Mm-hmm. Now, from my experience, if a woman shits at my house, <laughs> it was either like dire emergency and she had no other option. <laughs> Or she puts you in a friend zone. So the only time that I've experienced a woman shitting at my house is if it's our house. You know what I mean? That like she's there all the time. She has her clothes here. She lives here. Outside of that, from my experience, a woman will do anything and everything to avoid shitting at a dude's house. So if, if she just chooses to shit at your house, you're probably in a friend zone. 
or her health is bad. Is that a problem for you though, right? Like if you're not in the friend zone, that was my question. Is that like how do you feel about that? Is that okay? Is that a deal breaker? I mean, <clears throat> I feel two ways about it. Uh, one, every human shits like it's just what happens, right? So I'm I'm not a I'm not a child. Like I understand that your body has to get rid of waste, right? But because of the precedents that were set from my experiences, I feel like a different message will be conveyed. Like either she's gonna be like, yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta go to the bathroom. Or she just goes comfortably and we're not in that type of space, she don't live here, then she's I'm just one of or she don't see me that way. That's how I would perceive it. Interesting. I also have to add that it probably has to do with logistics as well, because if they're staying the night and they have stayed the night before, and as Miss Ariela said, you're not in the friend zone. You guys are actually lovers or somehow romantically involved where there's ample amount of coitus, right? So if there's logistics and she has to go, like KG said, she has to go. And I feel like by now, most of us know that trick where girls will, you know, go to the shower and be like, and be in there for a long time. Like everyone knows that trick by now. So it's just, to me, it's just one of those things. It's just, I think it has to do with the comfort level that everyone discussed before. So if you're in that, uh, past gassing phase, perhaps that's when you, uh, let it rip. Mm. Okay. We'll say for women, you know, that's one thing that we maybe try not to do or hide mm. from our significant other partner or whatever unless mm -hmm. like kg said you know we're living together or we're on vacation together right and logistics like josh said like you just like you can't hold it anymore <clears throat> it's you gotta go so yeah, that's definitely a double standard because it's due to fart and like hold the head under the cover <laughs> right. Yeah. Dutch right oven <laughs> yeah. got you, you know right what I mean? like, yeah, let, let me be clear. It's my not using the bathroom is <laughs> not about my comfortability, let's say, how much I like her or not or whatever. It's just that I don't trust everybody cleanliness in their bathroom. So That's I'm going to stuff like that. So that I got uh, you know, my time and stuff like Absolutely. that. I will hold it. Uh -huh. There's, a, com there's a comfort thing there, too. I mean, I can I can appreciate that as well. I got to be comfortable yeah. where I'm going to, you know, do that. At and Lou yeah. says she got to like that match. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say, I think it also has to do with the lady, right? Because if she has impeccable hygiene, I think most guys will be more amenable to to that happening, to her dropping a deuce, because her hygiene is so impeccable that there will be no residuals afterwards, let's say. Is the residuals the problem, or is it just the thought that this person did that in your presence when you've never experienced it before? I think it's basically what KG said. Everyone does it. And, you know, there was a time period where when we were growing up, girls would literally lie and be like, oh, we don't do that. Girls don't fart. Girls don't shit. Things like mm -hmm. that. Right. But mm -hmm. this, and if you don't, you're a very unhealthy person. You should probably go see a medical professional. <laughs> a gastro. 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 <laughs> right. But. But there's some, you know, women um, in relationships, like they don't even do it when they live with the person. Like they wait till the guy leaves, something mm -hmm. like that, or get him extra early. Right. Because because of that whole wanting to keep that facade as if they don't do it at all. It's crazy to me. 
Yeah, and I know. I, again, I've seen it both ways. I've seen girls who are incredibly comfortable, you know, farting. I've seen girls who are incredibly comfortable dropping a deuce. I think it just has to do with the comfort level of that lady, right? Because at the same time, some ladies feel like it removes the romance once things like that happens. So if that's, that's how if that's how they internalize it, then they're definitely not going to do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not dropping a deuce and got the door open and talking to you. But if you're in the same house, that's fine. Mm. You know, we, we don't got to be that close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Any questions in the comments? Or are they going back and forth with each other? I think of the other questions I have. I'm sure No Cap Clo has one question up her sleeve. I'm sure. I mean, or Yana. Where's right? Marsha today? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Diz. What's up, Clo Diz? What's up? Marsha's not here. You're right. Yeah. What's up, Marsha? We miss you. Yana? Nothing from Yana? Oh, Yana definitely has a question. And we <laughs> love Yana's questions. We do. Well, maybe crept past eleven. They getting low. <laughs> <laughs> what about this, guys? Cohabitation Ooh. kills relationships. Once you start shitting in front of each other and and other your friends, brother and sister. Wow. I don't agree with that at all. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. No. Okay. That's just the relationship evolving. At that, you know. That's that's no. I don't agree. I would say cohabitating definitely um, can make things more complicated, right? Because you remove your representative and you got to start to bring your walls down if you want to live with somebody and want them to see the true you. So I think things can be a little bit more complicated um, as you start to learn each other in the, in the same living quarters. Things are different when you're just playing yeah. house. Yeah, I agree. Because you got habits that you're doing... Why are you on the phone with them? They don't even know you're doing right. <laughs> inside yeah. your house. Yeah, stuff like that. You could be able to see him but. or her. They could be dirty as hell, right? Like <laughs> they could have clothes all over their floor, but when you come by, the house is spotless. They could have dishes right. in the sink for days. You'll never know because you don't live together. Right. I agree. <laughs> no more mystery. Yep. Mm. What up, Chloe? What's your question? Right. She all That's saying sorry. hi. What's your question? <laughs> <laughs> we know you here. We saw you in the comments already. Thank you, Yana Love. <laughs> so how often should you see your significant other? What's too much? What's too little? So by the context, I'm going to convey, right? I'm going to infer that they're not living together. So Correct. with those parameters. This is not a significant other, but okay. Uh, I guess it, I guess Wait, it depends. What? Right, I think it depends on your free time and each other's yeah. free time and schedules, right? Because if you, you know, if you work in, you know, twenty four seven, then it's going to be kind of kind of hard, and you probably only get not that much time, maybe once a week, type of thing, and maybe spend the weekend together and whatnot. Maybe get some time off, take a week together. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So yes, it does depend on distance and preference i would say probably in the beginning depending on the people involved 
Some people might be introverted. Some people might be extroverted. So seeing each other every day might be too much for that introvert. But that would yeah, be, it definitely. De- yeah, it definitely ahead. depends on distance, though. You know, if you have, you know, long distance relationships and stuff like that, like you already know what you're getting into, so you're not going to see them that often. Mm-hmm. So it, that's definitely a factor. Right. I think preference <clears throat> plays a big part in that too, though. Like. Yeah, I like you and yeah, we're together, but I also prefer to have my alone time two days a week, right? I need those day though that me time two days a week. This is a good a good segue. So when I was at the barbershop tonight, <laughs> um, I was talking to Jazz about a a, a previous uh relationship, let's say. And <laughs> so this will this this will turn into a question though. Let's so Okay, so let's say, um, so the the um, the girl had wanted to come over, right, and, and spend time with me, and she didn't, uh, I guess, let's say, want to put a time limit on when she could leave and whatnot. And right, Josh, I like my space, so you know, her staying for six, seven days was like, wait, this ain't you know the oh, hotel, days. right? Wait. So Jazz, my what? barber, he said. If she's your girlfriend, why should she have a time to where she should be able to come or how long she should stay? If she's your actual girlfriend, uh, she should be able to come and stay as long as she please. Do y'all agree with that? Because I didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. That's what he said. I didn't agree with him. <laughs> it, really, it really depends on, you know what I mean, the, you know where you guys are at in your relationship. You know what I mean? Like... But at the end of the day, like when you need space, you need space. And if all things considered, we're talking about a, you know, a successful relationship. Communication is pivotal and it's essential. But you could come through, but like yo, like you gotta leave now. Like <laughs> just say it. And if she's not cool with it, then you're gonna run into a problem later anyway, regarding space. Mm. So you might as well get to it. Yeah. So he flipped it on me, right? And to, to, to flip it on you like he did to me, he said, how would you feel if she told you, like, you can come on Monday, but you got to leave by Wednesday, if it was your, supposed to be your girlfriend? That's cool. Mm-hmm. Get up. That works. I wouldn't even be on it. Like, I'm like I'm not trying to live in your house. I got my own house. Yeah, but would you I'm think that, that she has another dude, like a side dude, if she's like, but you got to leave by Wednesday? I, I, I don't move like that so I guess it's hard for me to process it but to force myself in this hypothetical situation I think that I wouldn't care at all like everybody should have the time to do whatever they do agreed and I agree I think boundaries should be established in the beginning and I think if you're in a successful relationship like you'll know your partner and when they need their space and when you're invading too much I think you know, you can pick up on those clues. Like, all right, maybe I outstay my welcome this week. Maybe I should go home and be in my own space because I don't live here. Days. Seven days yeah. sounds like an energy vampire. Just absolutely. Like, right. Yeah. And that's when you but, become an unwelcome guest at that point. You you outstay your And that's welcome. when you get the boots and I become the bad guy, I guess. But be that's like, what happens. Be like, so how's the stuff over at your place? Uh, when are you going to go check on it? Like, you've been over here for so many days. What's going on? Yeah, that right. was a lot. Mm. Should not expect to spend days at a time at your partner's house 
if you don't live there. Right. Because I feel like that could also mess up their lifestyle flow. Like if they have work and you just Mm -hmm. they're killing in the house and doing all that. Like, come on. Right. Podcast stuff to do. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Now you attached at the hip and where is your relationship life balance? Right. When do you leave and see your people and do what it is that you need to do? Oh, Chloe has a fantastic question. Is it frowned upon when your wife girl stays stays the night out if y'all live together? Is it a specific limit? Hmm, good question. Like like the night? Like like you come back in the morning? Like what's coming back? Yeah, is it a, I guess maybe is it a limit on how long she can stay out? I mean, as long as there's no limit on how long I can stay out. Right, because yeah. we're not, we're not going to have selective morality with that. That's just not going to happen. Right, I think it works both ways. Okay. Yeah, and again, all it all goes back to trust, right? So, I mean, it, it shouldn't be a big deal. But if I feel like if someone's asking those asking those questions, like, oh, is it okay? Like, oh, why wouldn't it be okay? Like, w- w- you know, those type of things. That's fair. Is that okay for you, Ariella? For your significant other, if you were to stay out all night? I mean, I guess it depends on the circumstances, right? So if he went out drinking with his boys or he went, you know, uh, if he was like in a different state, if it was far or whatever, and it, it just wasn't safe for him to get in a car and drive home an hour and a half, and you need to take a nap to kind of refresh yourself so you can make it home safely, fine. Like, I would want my significant other to understand that as well. Um Personally, though, I don't like to sleep out, right? I like to sleep in my own bed. So regardless of what time it is, unless it's, you know, my parents' house that I'm going to stay at, I'm def- probably not staying out, like, at a friend's house. I don't get that trashed um, anymore where I can't make it home. Four o'clock in the morning, I'm driving home because I want to sleep in my own bed. And I would expect the same thing of my significant other, right? We're not just, like, sleeping out because... Like, what is this? Not college. And to sleeping out of family member house, cousin, girls night, etc. Well, I feel like it has to also have to do with logistics. So if you live in Philly and they're going out in Jersey City, probably to me, it's implied that you're going to stay the night in Jersey City. It just makes the most sense. Right. Uh, I think the age plays a part in this also. Mm. You know what I mean, Cause like, like real like, respectfully. Like grown ass women don't just be sleeping at their friends' house or shit. They don't do that. Mm. It's not what happens. Interesting. Right. With men too. I was thinking. That was that's what I was thinking. That's what I said tonight. Like, what what are y'all doing? Like, hang out, but they know. Like, just I mean, it's just from my experience, grown ass women just don't do that. That's fair too. I definitely noticed that trend. Absolutely. Yeah girlfriends or wives i think the question was for both brother yeah. lou i think it really applies to the woman itself i mean not necessarily just the relationship title she's an adult she don't really just be like sleeping anywhere and if she is she really ain't like relationship type <laughs> <laughs> well so I want to kind of add to that, right? So if she is a grown woman and she's single, but hanging out with her very close girlfriends and it's just super late and she happened, like they happen to just, let's say, pull an all-nighter and she fell asleep on the couch, fine, and she's going to go home in the morning. But yes, generally grown women don't like have sleepovers and pack my bag and I'm going to 
plan to stay here. Um, I think I would take that part out about she's a type of woman if she's going to sleep out. If it's not a regular thing, it just happened, right? We didn't plan on this. She might crash real quick. My opinion. Hmm. That's a good question. Yana. And Yana asked then, how do you transition into moving in since y'all need space and boundaries? Well, this is where communication comes into effect, right? Because we have these conversations. Hopefully, by the point of moving in, you know each other's mannerisms and idiosyncrasies and knows how much space each one requires. And hopefully, that home in which you're both moving into has enough space for other people to be themselves. Hopefully, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all energy just match, right? So the time when you need space and he needs space matches up and y'all are good. It doesn't cause for any arguments, disagreements or nothing like that. Right. And Lucy, yeah, I think I, I think by the time you're ready to move in, I think it's different from just being in a relationship. I think you're you kind of, you know, you still need space and boundaries, but you can be with someone every day. You still might just need some space rather than like before that. I was agreed. And Lou says wives have responsibilities and Chloe asks, so it's okay if y'all are not living together, but when you do, it's different. What? What space boundaries? No, the uh, the the previous question is: It okay for the your significant other, your wife or girlfriend, to stay the night? I personally think it's the same for both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still night. weird. Not yeah. living together, living together. No, take take my ass home. I'm sleeping in my own bed. <laughs> so wait, even if even if you live in a place like Philly and you go out in New York. You driving home from New York to Philly at like 4 a.m. So, no. So, again, that's why I said logistics matter, right? right? But I'm going to make sure I leave at a decent time so that I'm not feeling overtired or may, you know, have an accident on the road because I got to drive an hour and a half. And that's going to be a very seldom thing because of where I live. I'm not going to always be going to Jersey City if I live in Philly. Mm. And, and communication matters. Like if she's like, look, me and my girls are going to Jersey City tonight. We're probably going to get a room or whatever. Right. That's just communication up front. So. Right. right. And again, that's special occasion type stuff, right? Being like if my friends like my friends live in Philly and I live in Jersey City or whatever it is, that's a respectful thing, right? They're not going to always invite me out every weekend knowing that I have that, you know, commute to get back and forth. I'm, I'm going to be like, no, I'm not coming. So. I don't agree with this, Lewis, at all. So, wait, COVID killed a lot of relationships. It did. <laughs> no, no, no. The part if you need space, you need to be single. I don't agree with that part. Mm. Actually, I think everybody yeah. needs space. Everybody needs their me time away oh, yeah. from their significant other or partner. It's my opinion. I don't think you should always be attached at the hip to your person. Yeah, don't put the clamps on people. They need to go have their own experiences as well as you. Go out, have your experiences, then come back together. The close day she's staying out. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Chloe is staying, staying out. out. <laughs> yeah, Chloe is about that life. Chloe having sleepovers and pillow fights. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> <Eesh>. <laughs> listen, live your best life, Chloe. Mm. I'm about that life no more. Interesting. So there, there is a di- 
Okay. So do you mind if I ask a follow-up question? When did you realize that that stage in your life was over? I was too tired to stay up and stay out. Like, again, like, I think it's comfort, age, maturity for me. Uh, I like sleeping in my own bed and being in my own quarters. When you subject yourself to staying in other people's quarters, now I got to sleep on the couch. That's not comfortable. Um, They may have other people that live with them. That's not comfortable either, right? Like, I want to sleep in my pajamas, on my sheets, under my blanket. (laughs) Comfort. Right. Wake up when I feel like it, not because I got to now scurry to get dressed and go home in the same dirty clothes that I wore yesterday. Walk of shame. Yeah. Or, you know, I got to borrow something from them. Like, again, it's just comforts for me. So when I started feeling like, you know, when I started being more comfortable, more mature and being like, I'm not, I don't need to do this. So, Mike, as long as you communicate, it's cool. Well, it's a few. It's it's what I said on top of what Ariella said, right? If you're communicating this particular occasion, I'm going to Jersey City. I, I have to stay out. It's cool because it doesn't happen all the time. But no, if every weekend you like, yeah, I'm staying out at whoever house. No, it's not cool. Why are you doing this? Absolutely. And KG, I know you had to to head out, so because you gotta get up early. So thank you for joining us, KG. Appreciate you. Yo, this was a really good conversation again, man. Missing that was awesome. Yo, we had a good one tonight, man. Catch y'all on the rebound. All right, peace. And yeah, let's keep the questions going, guys. So, Mike, you agree with girls trip out the country as long as they communicate? That's a good question. I mean, yeah, because I want to see a guy trip out the country. Am I right, Josh? So we got one. We got one planned already. So I'm just like, <laughs> matter of fact, um, matter of fact, we actually have one. We actually have a message for Mike where we are actually going. But uh, going uh, to our topic, uh, yeah. So when are you seeing me again? And am I seeing you again in New Jersey, or are you coming back to Toronto? <laughs> Mike's going to Toronto. <laughs> okay, um, so I, I get not going, Josh. Oh, I'm definitely going. Uh-huh. He definitely going. He gonna be a tour guy. <laughs> so is Banks. <laughs> but um, no. To the question, yeah, I agree with girls trips. I, I mean, I don't see what are we talk. Why is it a big deal? If my significant other wants to take a trip with her friends. What am I? The police? Like, well, I think I'm, I'm, I think what Lou is uh, alluding to here is how what happens on girls' night or during bachelor parties when some girls get a little uh, they like to free the beast. Let's say. Yeah, but he just asked him, now it's just really general question. Am I okay with girl trips? Because they may be out the country or not. And I'm okay with my woman taking a girl trip because I might want to take a guy's trip. So, so oh, I, I have yeah. questions that. Mm-hmm. So, understood there's no issue with your lady taking a girl's trip. But if she's on said girl's trip, does she need to talk to you very regularly while she's on this trip oh no i'm gonna be you expect a lot of phone calls and not at all in fact i'll be offended if i do because that's going to be my vacation (laughs) (laughs) fair (laughs) i wouldn't say a lot but at least some communication just so i kind of know she's all right like every day of course, every day. Yes, yeah. Because if, if not, I'm become Liam Neeson. I think she's taking. <laughs> I'm use my particular set of skills and try to go find her. So now, but just give me like every day. Yeah, I'm right. just checking in. We're having a good time. Blah blah. We're busy. All right, cool. Right. Anyway. Respectfully, I think that that's fair, right? Your significant other, your partner, goes on a trip without you. 
out of the country or wherever, out of state with their friends. I think checking in uh, is important and needed to, like your point, Mike, make sure that they're safe and that they're okay. Not that you want to check up on them, make sure they're not doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. I think if they're not checking in with you, then they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Right. So Lou, since he's still there, you don't agree with girl trips at all, just to clear that up, I guess. Good question. And, uh, and Chloe asks, what's the limit? Once a month, once a year? For, I guess, trips? First of all, Chloe, what's wrong with your bed? Like, why do you want to have all these girls' nights out? <laughs> hey, you said, you, she said Chloe's about that life. That's how Chloe get down, Miguel. Living her best life. <laughs> and then her follow question, so it's cool for girls' trips after marriage. What is going on here? Whenever she wants yes. to take a trip with her. Yes. Child. Like, what is do happening right now? Let, girl, l- ladies in the comments, do not let that man hold you back from having your fun with your friends. You getting into a marriage or a relationship should not stop you from hanging out with your friends. Now, I preach that now, all the time for anybody on both sides. Now, I'm women. going to add a caveat. Now, what if the majority of these friends are single for both men and women? Does that change how everyone feels? No. I mean, now, if you have some promiscuous friends that's different, men and women, you know, depending on their lifestyles, yes. Well, but, if, if you're at the age of marriage and someone's still single, this, I think that could kind of convey that they're probably promiscuous. Not necessarily. It could be personal preference. Right. To be, remain single so they can be promiscuous. <laughs> or they could, when we say single, you mean like not dating anybody or single as in not married single? Single as in not tied down as like someone who's married. Okay, so, but they could be in a serious relationship, but just not married because they choose to not be married. I think we were meant single as in terms like single. Okay. And ready to mingle. And in fact, <laughs> it's most definitely that they'll be mingling if they're out with that friend. But if it's a group of them, right? So if there's only one single friend and the group is married and they're all going on vacation, right? Just the guys. I don't see that as an issue. But if it's one married guy and a group of single dudes, I mean, see, could be. See, same thing with with chicks too, though, right? Like, because when they when we go on vacation, men and women, you're looking for a good time, right? So you're going to interact with the opposite sex. And Mike has an issue with this question again. So y'all not okay (laughs) with the girl staying out overnight? But she can go on girls trip out the country. Interesting. Because the girls' trip is more logical. It's a whole trip. You yeah. might be going to see whatever. Logistics. Who the hell? Why, why are you still staying at night? You're 30 years old. I don't understand that. Let them know, Mike. I was just saying that's a whole trip. So you know, ever. No, so, all right. Come on. Okay, so Lou. Uh, um. So. Would you be okay if she said no guys trip? You got to play both sides of this. You know what I'm saying? That is fair. Wait, what I said sounds like single woman advice? What did I say? Yeah. Like single woman advice. What did I say that sounded like single woman advice? To live your best life, I guess. (laughs) No. Maybe it was about the single person going out with the married people. Mm. But I mean, living your best. Yeah, I mean, when you're single, you should live your best life. You can live your best life in a relationship, but there's boundaries. I just think that those shackles on a relationship can only hurt a relationship. 
You know, you may get invited to go see a boxing match in Vegas and your boy got four tickets taking all, but you like, I can't go because we can't do trips. Like it's just like <laughs> Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. That's ridiculous. I think, and I think that's grounds for lying and possibly cheating or not necessarily cheating, but hiding stuff from your partner, right? So I think we learn that some of us learn that at a young age, right? When your parents tell you you can't do something, you are more liable to do it. Um, so if your partner is preventing you from going out and experiencing things with your friends that are fun, you're probably going to start lying about your whereabouts now. Interesting. That, that, that was just single woman advice, apparently, close giving you. Yes. Girls, I, I never know. said that. I never said girls trips are not acceptable after marriage. I think girls trips should happen before and after marriage. You shouldn't. It should not be limited. No, she kept going. She said wives don't take single girls trips. Yeah, because wives go with other wives usually. <laughs> mm. I think they're just putting this. Uh, I think they watched the movie Girls Trip too much. So I'm. <laughs> <what? laughs> <laughs> oh man! But and did Lou answer my question? Are you okay with her saying no guys trips? Or no, I don't think he ever did. And she yeah. says, even in a relationship, you need to maintain your individuality. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the trip's going to be different when you're married or you're a wife or a husband, right? Yes. And it is when you're single. You're not going to do the same things. You might chill more as a married person than you would as a single person. You're going to party more. But, yeah. Y'all talking like wives are innocent. Mike, don't be naive, Miguel. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. One, he still didn't answer my question. That's number one. Number two. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for that about- answer because uh, husbands aren't innocent either. So if your wife can't take a trip, then you shouldn't be able to take a trip either. So I don't trust her enough to get on a plane with her friends, then why am I with her? That's, mm. that's my question. And uh, Miguel, you want to talk about Tony, Tony Stark Jr. and Sandy Cheeks and how they're not allowed to, was it stay tonight? What is it? Stay overnight, yeah. So no trips, yeah, as well. So yeah, so they're not allowed. They're a married couple, and they're they made it. They they made an agreement with each other that they're not allowed to stay the night without each other present. So that means no girls trips or guys trips. So, um, could I asked him to go on the guys trip? He was like, no, I can't, bro, because of, you know the situation that happened. But that's my point. He had to say he can't because of those restrictions. I mean, I guess I if that works for your relationship and you're happy, then. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever folks your vote. Like KG says, it's good in your house, but not my house. So uh it looks like Lou said he believes in double standards. So he is going on the guy's trip. Right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh no, Chloe, I'm not married, but my standards will remain the same if and when I do choose to make that step. I will not be limiting myself. Um, to not have these experiences. I like to travel. So anybody that I am with knows this and knows that I will be taking my girls' trips. You cannot, you will not take that away from me. That is not the relationship for me. And you know this, man. Exactly. So when they get married, it's like, we. I, I, I don't understand that, Chloe, really. Like, this, 
Is that a part of the vows? Like you will not take girl strips when you get married? I, I think ridiculous. I think we're actually seeing what girl strips are about, which is why apparently married women aren't supposed to take girls trips. Well, and I also <laughs> wonder if that's self inflicted, right? Like, so I feel like some women will hold the, like their partner may not tell them, no, you can't go on a girl's trip. They may feel like, well, I'm a wife now, so maybe I shouldn't be leaving my husband or my family for an extended amount of time, whereas the husband doesn't have a problem with that. Well, to your point, Tony Stark Jr., he says that he knows, you know, things could happen on this guy's trip. He don't want to put himself in a predicament and whatnot. So he, I'm just telling you what he said. So he don't want to go. Okay. Me, I mean, that's I, his. That's good that he set that boundary for himself too, right? He knows himself. And yeah. and she says, "I know married women that go on trips with their friends." Yeah, I'm same. So that's why I'm like, I feel like sometimes that may be self inflicted, unless that's a boundary within their relationship. And if that works for them, that's cool. Travel on couple, not all the time. Close. That's about to come up now. <laughs> I'm sorry. So. I do agree with Lou though. Wife is a CEO position for sure. So I agree you, with that. So, but Josh, so what's your take? Can a wife go on a girl's trip? I think it depends on the parameters of the relationship because if it's outlined like Tony Stark Jr., then you both agree not to. But at the same time, if some women believe that wives aren't supposed to do that, then it could be as Lou is saying, double standard because I'm going to go on my trips. Right, I'm about to say, Josh going on his trip, so... Right, but so do I, you believe in the double standard, Josh? Or you're like, I'm going on my trip, so you definitely should go on yours. I'm a, I'm going to encourage everyone to travel. That's just who I am. I've always been that way. So you could travel with me, you could go travel by yourself, because there might be some places you might want to go that I, I've, you know, I really don't care to go to. Agree. I don't know how it's about respect for you and your friends to go visit... Uh, Miami, like or whatever. I don't understand how they're disrespectful. I just don't. I don't get it. So. Girlfriends are cashy. Nobody wants a wife on a private island alone. Is that true, Miguel? Well, are they alone or are they on a girl's trip? <laughs> what <did> you mean? <laughs> well, alone on a girl's trip, they get invited to some luxurious mansion with a bunch of single bachelors. Again, I think we got to take it all the way back. This speaks to the trust that you have with your partner. <laughs> if you don't have that trust, you shouldn't be with them. Because you can't listen. Listen, you you can you can start cheating with the guy at the damn uh Wawa. Like it doesn't matter yeah, where you she go. don't gotta go out of the country. Right. But, but I so, think but the whole I think what Lou and I think Chloe are alluding to that some women do not count cheating if you're going out the country so that that's that's some woman's philosophy not that's whether silly. that's right or wrong that is a reality that's very silly and i think and i don't want to speak for him right but i think kg would probably say this and he said this before that you know who you're in a relationship right you're not going to get into a relationship or a situation with somebody that you think is going to do that on vacation so you like you know your judge of their character you know this before you even get to this stage in your relationship before this is even talked about if vacations are an issue and you know that they're a vacationer and they like to go out with their friends that's not the relationship for you mm. that's my take and Stephen Glass, shout out to Stephen, asking the right question: Are the girlfriends single? Because I do think that is a factor. Yeah, we. Can. I agree with that as well. But now, if it's one of y'all, 
if it's five of y'all and you're the only one married, well, you probably shouldn't even be with that group. So I agree with that. But yeah. if let's say, you know, two of you are single and three of you are not, I can't be like, well, you can't go because your other friend not don't have a man. Like that's ridiculous to me. So and yeah. I f- agreed. And, and she says, I feel like people are hesitant to let their significant others go on trips with friends because they are probably afraid their partner is going to do what they would do if they were going on a guy's trip. Agreed. And Chloe says it probably depends on what your life <laughs> looks like too. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on if you listen it depends on if you trust your partner or not if you don't trust your partner you're gonna have an issue with them going away out of town without you and Mike 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 liquor and fun defeats trust hmm. inhibitions listen all I can say is I've been on several girls trips and I've not cheated on any of them okay so I think again this is a whole social media thing watching too much of girls trips like yeah it doesn't always go down like that mm. and I still think if a person wants to cheat wherever yep. whenever they will find a way to cheat yes it doesn't really you know about that. like I'm not even like if I wanted to cheat I'm not going to spend all this money to, to wait for a trip to do it I'm not in the country <laughs> for it yeah I mean it's it's like, it, it is a whole lot cleaner though Migo <laughs> Then going to the, you are. then doing some raggedy chick at the Wawa. I'm just saying it's a whole lot cleaner. <laughs> it was I mean, I'm, I'm you're not going out of your way, not inconveniencing yourself. If you like to travel, sure. I mean, hey, then you don't need to be in a relationship if you want to travel to cheat. And Steven says, I don't mind my girl going on a girls trip. I don't mind my girl hanging with a few single women, but out the country with your single homegirl that we both know is going to turn up. Thank you. This is why I asked the question. Thank you, Steven, about some of your girls who are thotties, right? So, I mean, you can turn up and not be a thought, but I digress. I'm not you sure. You're gonna you gonna, you gonna turn up on vacation. Like you're not going on vacation to do the same things that you do when you're at home. So yeah, there's gonna be a little bit of a turn up, but again, within reason and your own, you know, tasteful judgment, mm. you're not gonna be a thought out here and getting sloppy drunk and letting somebody take advantage of you. Interesting. I, I, um yeah, Who said, yeah. It's all crazy to me, man. The whole out the country, in the country, so she's more likely to cheat. Like, I, I, uh, this this thing is crazy to me. Yo, so she more, so she more likely to, the, the key the cheat in the dr than she is in the um in Florida Keys. Like, I don't understand. It's like, it's yeah, I, I would have to agree with Lou here. Cheating isn't always planned, guys. You might get tempted, it. right? It's temptation. Temptation is real. You might be exposed to something outside of the country that you never experienced where you are. And that can lead to different things, whether you plan to do it or not. Sure. So we can just put an umbrella over this whole thing and say anything is possible in any situation, anywhere, anytime, anyplace. But to go back to what Chloe said, I've never been married. No. Right. But I've been in relationships where I've gone on girls trips and I it's been fine. I don't think anything should change from being in a partnership to a marriage. Right? And if I'm going to cheat in a partnership on a trip, I don't need to get married and then cheat in that marriage when I go on a girls trip. That's just silly. 
And Steve and to said, me, go ahead, Miguel. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Miguel. No, nah, and to me, it goes back to I can't be a, det- a detective and and try to like you know worry about her every move wherever she goes. I still feel like whether she in or out the country, she gonna she gonna cheat. She gonna cheat regardless. Right. She may be going back. to visit. Yeah, she may be going to visit an auntie who died in South Carolina. She may she may have an old flame down. I don't know about. It's still cheap. Like what I'm gonna say, you can't you you can't go to that funeral. <laughs> like come on, like we're not doing that. So, and also again back to the first part, I want to go on my trips, and I don't want nobody restricting me. So, you know, I, you gotta have this. To me, it's about trust. And I think uh, Stephen brings up a good point because. You know, everyone knows that one homegirl, that one dude who gets down like that. But from from my perspective, I think it all depends on the person and what they like to do. So if someone's a homebody and they're going out the country, to me, I don't think it would be that big of a deal if they're out, out the country or out the state or wherever. <laughs> Let's be real. It'd be going down out the country, just saying that's completely true. Romance, unlimited liquor, perfect scenery, no husband or wife around. Who going to tell? Again, I think if that is the mindset out outside of the country, that's the mindset on the inside of the country. Because to Mike's point, I could say I'm going to see my parents and be lying to you about that, right? My parents live a few towns over, let's just say. And I'm saying, I'm going to see my parents. You don't know whether that's true or not unless you're trying to be Inspector Gadget and or have me followed around town because you don't trust me. And at that point, if you don't trust me, then you need to stop dealing with me. Yes. And if, and, if, and if all it takes is some palm trees and some liquor and some, and some scenery for you to right. cheat on me, right. <laughs> then you weren't right for me in the first place. <laughs> so... I'm not going to try to put shackles on you to make sure you don't get to see. No, that's crazy. And Lou says, why put yourself in that situation? Avoid the temptation. Close says, marriage and relationships, you know, different levels of commitment. And South Carolina and the Maldives are different places. I agree. (laughs) All I know is if I ain't never been to no place where there was that type of temptation. Take me there because I want to see it. But I've never seen it and I've never been. Temptation not, Island. Y'all watch too much TV. This is not Stella got her groove back. Eesh. Right. Apparently the scenery going to make you jump on a guy, apparently. Right. <laughs> so Steven says you're not going to date a woman who's going to disrespect you, though you can't control that, but you know the person you're yes. dating. To my earlier yes, point, Steven. right? You know their yes. character. You know who you with. Yes. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's my take on. We're not talking about a planned cheating. I, you know, that's that has, has something to be said. Very serendipitous. I, again, I, I think a lot of times people don't plan to cheat. It happens, and again, I just I've never witnessed it, but I'm sure it happens. And again, if you're fearful of that, I hope that that is spoken up front in the beginning <laughs> stages of your relationship. Stella, first of all, Stella didn't have a man. First of all, that's number one. Good point, Mike. (laughs) Okay, so she wasn't cheating. (laughs) And And Stella um, was an older woman with a younger dude, right? So, listen, we're talking about no cap quote here. She is a young chick. She is not an older woman going here, probably looking for love. She's looking to have fun. So if it just so happens to happen, I'm sure it's not going to be an older dude that she's going to fall into his lap on vacation. That's fair. 
And also, man, we didn't talk about this. What's going on at the home before they go on this vacation as well? Because, uh, yeah, maybe if the home is not very great in the first place, right. those temptations could really tempt someone. I, I agree. But if it's good, again, I don't think the scenery going to say, my man who I've been loving for years <laughs> and it's my everything, I'm going to jump into bed with uh, uh, Winston because I'm on this island. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Just saying, like, yeah, ugh. yeah, y'all are really reaching here, but I, I hear you. I respect. I mean, I, th- I, th- I think they're telling on themselves that they don't trust <laughs> themselves. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Island. Oh my god! So I guess they're not allowed to go to Temptation Island, huh? <laughs> no hedonism for them. No other island. And Steven says, I agree with Ariella. I do not want to be the jealous boyfriend husband. That shit is so corny. I want to be that man waiting at home for you, oiled up (laughs) off the henny. Okay, Steven. Uh, That's funny. You're going to be real hot with that oil on off that henny. (laughs) (laughs) You never know how someone feels about you until you know how they feel about you. I mean, okay, that's true. And she too busy taking them single girls trips. Uh. <laughs> I love how she put single girls on it. <laughs> so, so just one last question for Chloe. So, Chloe, when you get if and when you get married, if that's what you choose to do, you're not taking no more trips out of the country without your partner. To yeah. be clear, mm. I want to see. I want. I want to see your friends say, Ashley, you'd be like, no, nah, girl, I can't go. I right. see that right. like, Just asking for a friend that people want to know. And I'm also asking for a friend. Does that also <laughs> apply for your significant other as well? <laughs> yeah, that's true, Good Chloe. Question. No guy trips? <laughs> Chloe, we want to know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And she says, I ain't reaching, though. You know how single women, especially American black women, are treated on the islands. Pampered hand and foot. Getting pampered is not the same thing as giving the (laughs) coitus. Don't fall into the trap of being pampered by the people. They're trying to make a dollar, okay? That's what they want to do on those islands. They want your money. They see that you're not from there. They're like, oh. Let's go ask them if they want a massage or braid their hair on the beach. Right, no. right. Get but I think Brother Luke can attest to this. If you're on the islands, they might want some dollars as well. But they they'll take some coitus now. They'll <laughs> they'll they'll bust it down. <laughs> if you want to get to you girl strips, don't get married. Damn. If, if you want to be Lou's wife. <laughs> 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 Lou, all I say is have these conversations up front. Don't get right. married to the girl and be like, listen, you know I'll play them girls. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel I feel like those parameters would be set in the courting stage, right? Even as a you know, significant other, not necessarily married. Yeah, I would say I would hope so. Should be first date conversations. Oh it's, hey, you like going on girls' trips? Just wanna know. Just for and close said, I listen, I will act like a wife when I am a wife. Okay. So I guess in her uh, scenario, a wife does not go on girls' trips. But a single-ish lady certainly does. 
and stays overnight as well. <laughs> I have an old timer friend who used to work on a cruise ship. Holla at me if you want the stories. Thank you, Lou. Put put some context on that. Thank you. Oh boy. Okay. If we're going Chloe, to talk, yeah, they I will want not the money. Be inviting you on any girls' trips, Chloe, when you get married. If you look decent, they'll definitely be yes, 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 yes. That is completely true. Mm-hmm. And some, some sometimes some people if you let them some people don't want strange in the same country they rather go outside to get something different and exotic you something you can't get back home okay pretty much look mm. but Claude and answer so does that mean no guy strips right that's a great question. Guy. and I'll that's be right back funny. that's funny yeah I don't know this. I, I can't believe it, I can't believe it's a whole topic. Honestly, <laughs> right? this to me is the weirdest thing. Like, I just think, what the hell? Like, trip, have fun. I see where you get my back, piece and I'm sticking to it. I'm not change. I will not change again. If I don't trust my partner, then that would be the reason why I change. But that is not the partner for me. I don't want to live in that fear. I don't want to. Like Steven said, I don't want to be that jealous girlfriend or wife and say like, no, my husband or my boyfriend can't go anywhere because then my next statement would have to be because I don't trust him. And I don't want to ever say that because I'm going to be out here looking crazy if I have to say that to anybody. If I feel like I have to explain that. And right. I, to you, no, I you and Josh's point, I'm going on vacation. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I don't want to live in that fear of that, you know, I can't let her go. Like, I'm thinking every moment, what is she doing? Where is she going? And stuff like that. Like, that's to me. Because, again, I, the, the country part doesn't play a role to me. If I have to go to um, a family event somewhere, I'm like, yeah, she's probably at home cheating. Like, either way, right. if I don't have that trust, I just don't have the trust. Right. So, to me, the, the trip doesn't really matter. So, and again, like I said, I don't want to get invited somewhere. And I got to be like Tony Stark Jr. and be like, I'm sorry, man. We'll, right. we'll do that. Like, right. that, that would bother me. Sorry. Fair. Wait, she didn't answer the question yet. <laughs> One job, Chloe. Talking all that thinking talk. About it. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I want to answer that one. The choir <laughs> mind want to know. So... To, to follow up on that, just my last question, honestly, um, since she All didn't right. answer. With that mindset of, you know, being married and not going on uh, girl strips or guy strips, is it okay then for you to, like, always go on vacation with your partner? Like, is like, are you cool with that? Like, this is the only person I'm going to vacation with or go out of the country with. I mean, not necessarily, because I feel like you'll still have business trips as well. Mm-hmm. I, I um, will be right back. So if your fiance said you can't go, you still going? I think that's too. First of all, I'm a grown man, so I know that to me, but I think it's Ariella. So. <laughs> so I can't go? Like, come on, man. That's that's crazy. But another question for close. So since you said when the marriage is different, so do you put a time limit on how long your husband can stay out if he goes out? Let's say does he have to be at home by a certain hour? Curious about that one too. Mm. That. That, it does seem a little bit of a selective morality there. 
And do you leave yeah. your house with your doors unlocked? <laughs> Lou. I swear, man, that movie that came out of changed things for a lot of people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I never saw it. What I was did. it like? Girl strip? It's girls wilding out, doing a lot of crazy things, stuff like that. So I think that's what happened. But to be and, fair, I, a lot of people have witnessed how wild bachelorette parties get. Yeah. So, two things. I heard uh, what you said, Mike, as I walked away. Like, my fiance is going to allow me to do something. You're a grown ass person. Nobody should be using those terms like allow you to do something. And girl strip, the majority of those ladies were single. There was one woman who was married. So. And her husband was cheating on her. <laughs> yes. Yes. And she was from that town. I don't remember. Anyway, the majority of the people on that movie, in that movie, on that trip were single. So they were free to do whatever they wanted to do. Hmm. My fiance is not going to tell me I can't go. Things so. I cherish like to keep close and protected. That's that's fair. Oh, that's, that's fair too, when you put it like that. <laughs> and Steven says, nah, if she say I don't want you to go, then she obviously don't trust me. So I'm staying and we're getting to the bottom of why she doesn't. Interesting. Right. Yeah. And I think. And I think Lou put a nice spin on it to say, like, I, I, I'm controlling you. That was a nice spin he put on there, though. <laughs> Whatever. It was, it was, it was nice. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk it out to find out why you don't want me to go. But if it's a ridiculous reason, that it's probably going to be your last day being my fiance. Just saying. Mm. I'm not even, but Steven better than me. I'm not saying. When I get back, we're going to talk about why you didn't want me to go. <laughs> <laughs> She might have changed the locks, Miguel. Oh, man. Your stuff out on the I lawn. Locks, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was a good topic. That's funny. Oh, are you protecting you. or stifling it? Well, again, I might have to also add here, there's a difference between having that married perspective versus a single perspective because i feel like some people who are single might feel it is stifling hmm. maybe lou do you do you have trust issues is that it that could that be the thing it might not necessarily be the person but it could just look, be trust look, issues overall. he said it look he said it he don't trust trust himself. Himself. okay so you willing to throw away the whole fiance? Yes, I will not be controlled and told what I can and cannot do as a grown person. Damn, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah, Ariel. that's a deal breaker because you don't want me to go because I'm not doing I'm not doing anything. So why should I? Why are you taking away my fun? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a spirit that likes to travel and have experiences, and if you're not going with me, then I gotta find somebody to go with. And I'm not I'm not saying that in like a oh I'm gonna cheat kind of way, but one like my girlfriends are gonna go, they're always down. Like Okay, so let me let me ask a caveat here. So let's just say that on all the girls trips, your husband wants to tag along. Is that also considered stifling? All of them? All of them. It's it feel it sounds like it, right? Because now it sounds like you're trying to be my chaperone. If 
you're the only guy coming on all the girls trips. That's kind of weird. Number one, number two, my friends are not going to want to go anymore. They're like, yo, you always bring him like this is supposed to be a girls trip. What's happening here? I would feel the hey, same way if one of my hey, friends always brought her significant other. Hey, cause what's he doing while right. they're together or stuff like that? Or is he yeah. with them? Or is he like, I'm an, I'll, I'll wait in the hotel room. But well, now he's just stifling now. He's just yeah. trying to wait, see what happens. I'm not so going to be with a man who always wants to be around me and my girls. No, because from my experience, he's go, have fun, do the girls. <clears throat> like Josh said, that is my break time. So you go, you have your fun while I stay and enjoy whatever I'm going to do here. So close said, make sure you still got a couple years left on the SMV before you toss him for a trip. Wow. <laughs> Bingo. Thanks for your honesty. If you don't trust yourself, then it makes sense that you wouldn't trust someone else. That, yeah. That's true. Stephen Glass says, also, honestly, when people do that, they miss opportunities to build trust. Give a king an opportunity to earn it. Mm-hmm. Lou says, marriage and relationships are naturally stifling. I agree with that. No trust issue, Ariel. I'm realistic. People are attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair. I get it now. Hmm. Do you agree with him on a naturally stifling, Ariel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, even though, you know, like I have my own perspective or somebody else may have their own perspective. Like, I'm not trying to stay for you. You know, I'm not trying to uh, right. keep tabs on you or anything like that. I, I feel like naturally it happens, unfortunately. We have to mm-hmm. check ourselves a lot of times or our partner may have to check us. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. I would agree. Hmm. That's definitely fair. Well, this is probably something that people didn't uh, ask before in relationships, like early in it, but it probably should ask it now. <laughs> the girls trip, guys trip thing. <laughs> apparently, there's a lot of different perspectives. Seriously, because you know, agreed, very true. When they come up, apparently, you know, things can happen. But what Close said about leaving them, uh, losing them for a trip, it's not. It's not for a trip. It's for the fact that. You don't trust me. And he's controlling. It's not just the trip. It's a controlling type of thing. And I could see, like, that's a red flag that you would have to look out for in the beginning of a relationship. Like, that something that somebody be like, oh, I didn't know he was this way. Yes, you knew because he showed you that. Like, when you first brought up going on a girl's trip, um, we're not going there. So it's not happening. Right. Stifling for me would be, like, micromanaging. You know what I mean? Things like that. Like, nah. Yeah, I think stifling could be if your partner does not have, let's say, like their own group of friends that they hang out with and they always hang out with your group of friends. So now you feel obligated to always bring your group of friends around them because they don't have their own that they hang out with. I think that's kind of stifling, right? You maybe feel guilty for going out and hanging out with your friends because your partner's always home. And Steven says, I agree with Chloe. I'm not tossing nobody over a trip, but also like Jamel Hill said in a podcast, I'm the guy that doesn't necessarily think cheating is a deal breaker. Interesting. But at the same time, I feel like, all right, if your significant other says you can't go on a trip, that in itself is stifling. Yeah. And and if it's a, and and you're talking about tossing. So to me, if you say, you, if you go, it's over. You to give me the ultimatum? Exactly. The <laughs> ultimatum is the... You actually... The person who gives the ultimatum is the one tossing the relationship. Agreed. Yes. Right. 
Now, now, if they don't want me to go, like I said, for a legitimate reason, you're going yes. through something or, you know, I'm being unreasonable. We don't have the funds. What do you mean? You want to like, you know, like we, it, it has to be a conversation and something we can talk through. Right. Compromise. OK, you're right. Maybe I'll go in December. I can't go in August. That's cool. But to tell me that I can never go. Right. That is the deal breaker right there. Yeah. There's going to have to be a, a plethora of logical reasons as to why. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mike things change. It doesn't matter how much you discuss in the beginning. That's also true. That's that's fair. And Steven says, I know I'll marry a woman when I know. If she cheated, I wouldn't leave, depending on the circumstances. Interesting. To each his own, Steven, but that is a deal breaker for me. And then so and I, I missed the first the beginning of the podcast, but I think this is what Miss Annette was talking about, right? Like cheating not being a deal breaker back in the day or with our grandparents, um, and what they stayed for and what they didn't stay for. Mm. And Lou says, damn, see, you can't reward bad behavior. She cheat. She for the streets. I also agree with that. So we talking about the verbiage. Which verbiage? Yeah. Confused. I agree with y'all both. Like, I don't even need to know why. <laughs> why are you trying to tell me why I'm packing? Like, <laughs> so mm. I agree with y'all on that. Right. So. Don't make me break out the independent woman card when you try to tell me I can't go nowhere. <laughs> everyone should do as they do however be prepared for the possible outcomes positive and negative that's true that should be the deal breaker in itself however we all grown so be you very magnanimous and diplomatic Clo. <laughs> and, and to me if they give me the ultimatum then it's positive outcome because now i got rid of someone who would give me that ultimatum <laughs> why not it's not negative somebody right. holding you back Cause I, right. Yeah, that's totally micromanaging. That is stifling, and that yeah. is uh, wow. That's uh, the, it's controlling, but it's also gaslighting as well. It's, it's all of the above. Those and those all are all red flags. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine? They tell you you can't go on one trip. So what's gonna happen? Like this is just my fiance in close scenario that she painted. This is just my fiance, and I'm like, okay, fine. I won't go on this trip. Years down the line, who knows what's going to happen? Now I can't go to the grocery store because you got to go with other people going. Like, like no, it's just going to be a rabbit hole of different things, and I'm not going down. So I have a follow-up question for Steven. He says, I'm not rewarding her, but realistically, like you, Lou, shit happens. People fuck up. So, Steven, are you getting retribution for her stepping out? Are you going to go step out as well? <sighs> I never liked that question. <laughs> It's a fair We're question. <laughs> and Lou says, Mike, women break deals all day. Many married men thought sex would increase after marriage. And Lou has a wonderful point. Bait and switch. <laughs> I mean, yes, I agree. That does happen. And, and, um, and Miguel, I have to add a caveat. Imagine before the trip, the girls trip outside of the country to an exotic destination, right? You haven't been getting coitus as frequently oh, yeah. as you like. How are you going to feel about it then? That is just well, I think I, 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 but I think I said that, Josh. What was going on in the relationship before she went on the trip? Right. So, so I'm at, in that like, specific scenario, how would you feel? You said I haven't been getting any? Or we haven't been doing it? Exactly. Lot? Yeah, well, then I would feel like something's wrong already and that, you know, uh, I would feel less secure because we're not you know, having sex enough in the first place. So I would feel less secure, 100%. Fair enough. Right. I think those parameters definitely add 
a fair caveat and holding you back from what specifically you're going to need to clarify that question, Chloe. It has happened. I've I the tick for tack game. Interesting. <laughs> Played the tick tack game. Okay. Okay. I think that's I think that's a ridiculous game. I don't play that game. So you just cheating you out? The get back. Me? Right. Bro. I'm not. Nah. Wait, man. isn't that what you said, Josh? It's a deal breaker for you, right? Right. You're not doing that the get back. Or have a chance to have an open relationship and just, you know, have fun. Trust is broken though at that point, isn't it? But that's why I said right. o- open relationship. Yeah, but, but can you ever get back to a regular relationship after that or no? No, that's why I said open relationship. Yeah, but open relationship, like so then you there's part of you that's still trusting that person to be with them. Right. So the whole the the only trust that was broken for me was the fact that they wouldn't sleep with anyone else. But if they're a great partner and great parent and all that, to me that's a different different parameters. Okay. But okay. do you if they cheat, do you start to question a lot of other things about them, or is it just solely that they decided to sleep with somebody else? Like, do you, does, do you judge any other part of their character? No. Are they a good partner? Are they lying about anything else? No, especially since we we would be able to see if any of those other duties slacked as well. Then it would be a correlation with the entire philosophy of that person. Then you would be absolutely mm-hmm. right. But if it's just that part then okay yeah. we, we in an open relationship or or i'm out either way mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i, I take cheating at face value I, I don't add other stuff to it but for me if you cheated and you know like you broke what we had to me at that point ain't nothing to talk about i'm out yeah i, I definitely understand that and yeah. lou says when a woman cheats she put her heart into it bro men usually can cheat and go on but women be emotionally involved that's incredibly valid as well that's true. And Chloe says she still can go on that trip, Mike. And you ain't hit in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, I said I will be less. First of all, I can never say whether she can or can't. Right. Because, again, she's a grown woman. I'm a grown man. So we're not going to play that game. But if she if she was trying to go on that trip and I have sex in three weeks to a month, I will be much less secure about it and not happy about the situation stuff so. so is it suspicious if you guys didn't have sex in three weeks but the day before she goes on the trip she gives you some is that suspect at all it's suspect but it's better than not doing it at all i feel like if she's trying to make me feel first of all she's she gonna be gone for whatever four or five days Mm-hmm. So she's trying to make me, you know, like, all right, well, I'm going to give him something before I leave because we're going to be gone for, I don't know. I ain't going to be with nobody that I don't sleep with anyway, but, <laughs> but, but nevertheless, but nevertheless um, <laughs> yeah, it will be suspicious, I would say a little bit, but I would understand why she's doing it. Too. Yeah, that might be some gamesmanship there, like, how oh, I'm going to keep you on, right. keep you on the hook. Right, right, right. But I ain't going through the week, so that's just not going to be my my life. And Steven (laughs) says, not all women, Lou. Some just want to fuck. That's true. Ladies be about that life. Dudes neglect females, cheat, all kinds of stuff. Also, trust can be rebuilt. Mm, I don't know about that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) If I've been with you 10 years strong, we got a fam. Like, again, the family aspect, yes, but the sexual monogamous aspect, never again. That's just never going to happen. So even if it's been 10 years, like time frame doesn't matter. 
if it's 10 years, I feel like it's like how the boss was saying. It's uh, you're, you're in it for different reasons. It's for the kids at that point. But what if there's no, I'm saying if there's no kids, I'm sorry, I should have said that. If there were no kids, would you just been together for a significantly long period of time? Now, if I would say at 10 years, so you might be, let's say conservatively get married after the age of 30, you're, you're 40. So there's no mm-hmm. kids in the plan. So at that point, it might be easier to walk away at that point. And then you can go get someone younger, younger. and go have uh, kids. Born after 93 that I can't cook and eat to McDonald's. But there are some exceptions <laughs> to the rule that you guys keep bringing up. So just find those right. exceptions. There you go. And they should be a lot easier to find because they're exceptions to the rule. They'll be unicorns. Mm-hmm. Got it. I think at that point for, for me, it's just like I, I can't like I can't move on because I, I can't ever not think about you cheating or giving away you know what i feel like is mine at that point 10 years like nah i just can't like get back into it i'm sorry steve i don't know how you can and still be with them and laugh and smile and joke i know i just just i don't want to curse right now but like they weren't just sleeping with the dude last week yeah i mean at that point you can't kiss that person ever again and and close as if you lying about cheating you lying about other things can't trust these hoes again i think communication comes into play here right everybody's different um it it depends depends on the circumstances on what was going on in your relationship i'm speaking for myself so it it depends on what was going on in your relationship at the time depends on where the two people are in their lives who what when where how right i think communication and discussion happens if you are interested in trying to save that relationship if you feel like you still want to build with this person whatever you know the level of your relationship is i think it all depends on if you're gonna choose to trust them and continue absolutely and steven says i've been all in my career we've only had sex six times in six months how did that work a rick at work been trying to since he got hired she don't want the boy but got lit at christmas x x xmas Christmas party. Wow. But Steve, it, it will be more Christmas parties every year. So And Thanksgiving and Easter and every other holiday. Fourth of July, all, all the above. <laughs> right. And Chloe says she was cheating for three weeks, then came back for the last hit before the trip. Right. <laughs> but okay, Chloe, in your scenario, she was already cheating for the trip. So, mm. <laughs> so Steve that says, is a good question, Steven. To the men, if you cheat, do you expect her to take you back, or are we still living in 2005, living by double standards? Hmm. Why 2005? But okay. Um. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you cheat, she'll never find out if you know what you're doing. So I agree. I agree. Establish that women are better at this than men, right? But on I mean, on average, on average, see, I don't have problem giving way to the the averages because on average you are absolutely correct. However, some of us are better Excellent. than others. Absolutely, yeah, okay. I agree. If you do it right, you never find. However, to answer to answer his his scenario, no, Steve, you don't expect anything. You hope if you still want her, but you can't expect her to take you back. No. Right. And if you want to be with her, then just don't cheat. It's that simple. Yeah. However, I like that, Josh. Ho- however, <laughs> if it's been. Or don't get caught. Right. <laughs> however, if it's been three weeks or six <laughs> times in six months 
and you communicate that's an issue and nothing else changes, then I'm not sure what else you thought would happen. Oh. I mean, I'm, I'm not cheating after three weeks, though. That's a little too fast. But <laughs> but I will say that, uh, you know, after some time, yeah, you expect it to happen. Not even. I'm, I'm leaving. Like, I'm not playing this game with you. Like, I'm not saying it, so. Mm-mm. I would agree with Steven. It does take time, yes. I mean, it's, it's going to be rough, right? Like, you don't just take somebody back or okay with them after three weeks unless you yourself were cheating right well cool you know i'm doing the same thing whatever it takes time to rebuild and work through all of that right there are emotions and things that a person will go through highs and lows they'll be okay with you today tomorrow they'll be like you know what i'm still not over that and if you are both in it for the thick of it and willing to work on it you got to eat that because you are the one who cheated I, I, what I will say to Stephen is this: If the person will take a person back, they have to actually um, be able to get over it because you can't bring it back up two, three years later. Like, like I remember when you cheated. Like, no, you can't be doing that. So you're either going to trust me again or not. Right. Now I know it may take some time, but we're not going to be talking about this forever. So. Yeah, agreed. It and can't. I, you you yeah. gotta. You have your healing period, and then you gotta get over it if you decided to stay here. Yeah, but it's yes. better to part ways or have an open relationship. So, <laughs> I, and Lou says, "I agree. I cheat. She catch me. She better leave me because I'm doing it again." Fair enough, Lou. <laughs> being honest, and I think that's the fear for people who get cheated on, right? Like this person's probably going to do it again, so that's why they're paranoid, and you know they tend to not forget about it. Mm. And Stephen says, "We're not saying that. Y'all assuming she been fucking adding to the narrative." Interesting. I don't know who you're talking to. That's for them. Cheating is a very touchy topic. Sensitive it is. For a lot of people. And I think a lot of people don't want to, ad- may not want to admit if they would take their partner back or not. Um, and again, there's always that it depends. And maybe a lot of people don't want to say it depends. I'll say it depends. But it. some people have a hard time dealing with that. And that's okay. If that's a deal breaker and a red flag for you, that's cool. Yeah, and I agree with Club. Better not to do it. Risk way high for the consequences. Might as well break up and do you. And I will say, adding to Ariella's point and how I think we can all agree that women are usually better at it. So when women do cheat, they've already given up on the relationship anyway. Agreed. So. Agreed. Yeah, to that previous point, I agree that not all the time. Some women just do want sex, but most women cheat because they're missing. Uh, they want emotional things, you know, from the guys. They have a connection with the guy. A woman don't normally cheat with a dude she met that day. She she cheat with the guy at work, like he made the picture. They've been around six months and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Somebody she built a connection with. And Lucy, yeah. now girls take you back. To make you a slave she will bring it up every time she got leverage and now we'll use it well she'll try but you know at that, <laughs> at, at that point you done you know thank you chloe if you get caught he knows it's open so i agree i, I think agree. oh i was thinking this earlier so i think this goes back to knowing your partner and like knowing when something is off like for women when their man cheats if he doesn't get caught mean to me she doesn't maybe pay enough attention he could be that good right to not get caught but 
Sometimes no. she's not paying enough attention to notice the signs that he did or was cheating. Um, to me, I feel like you know when there's a shift in your relationship and your partner is being different. You guys are not having sex, whatever, you know, like something is off. You're going to, I feel like you're going to figure it out. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Ariella. No. I mean, pe some people are just that good. The key okay. is to, but you're right, the shifts and the patterns, right? But if you maintain your shifts and patterns, she don't know something is off. That's a lot, though. Like, is there not a lot of hoops to have to jump through? Oh, yeah, it definitely is. I've lived it in the past. It's crazy. Just, that is just Yeah, crazy. it is. Yeah. I also said I told somebody this the other day. I told I told my 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 woman this actually. I said I used to create right a fake pattern right that never really existed. So then when I was stepping out, then I was okay. So let's say I would say I'm going to the gym with my boy on Thursdays, right? And she said uh, okay, he goes to the gym every Thursday, right? But I never really went to the gym every Thursday. You stepping right? out on Thursdays? I, no, I wasn't stepping out on Thursdays. But then when I did decide to step out, I was still step going to the gym on Thursday. Oh. So the pattern's already there. Got it. Like that. That's funny. That's wow. crazy. That's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. Crafty. <laughs> Very crafty. <laughs> and Lou signing off. So shout out to Lou. All right, Lou. And Peace Steven Lou. says, y'all swearing we all perfect like that shit don't happen. This is real life. You don't throw that away. And I'm not going to get over it quick, but I will. I don't have that insecurity. That's fair. That's fair. Close says she's definitely smashing. Probably. Steven also says we talking about road doll, right? Your high school sweetheart, not some ordinary relationship. That chick, whether we together or not, that's gang. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, to me, you're not in that category anymore if you step out. To me, personally. Yeah, like, was it? Wasn't I her road dog though? <laughs> I'm like, what's you know what I mean? Her high school sweetheart. So right. why would she do that to me? But I will say, in that scenario he painted, high school is more than likely she might cheat ten years later on because she hasn't had anybody else really in her life. Right. So, so that's and something that That outside dick get them whole sick. Like, all right but all right guys let's call it there it's been three hours wow yes. wow good wow. show absolutely so thank you once again miss ariella and big mike for joining us thank you for everyone in the comments appreciate you once again with your brilliant insight and we will see you later all right bye y'all peace sure they got me brainless and i don't understand it I don't know, yeah, yeah People are already eavesdrop If you're out here having dope-ass conversations while you're lit It's like, why not? Why not put it into a podcast? He makes podcasts He's here outside of the city Pick his brain I'ma just be here And you two were just going at it back and forth